0: Hello and welcome everyone to this week's Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and friends. And indeed, am I sitting around with my friends on this show to talk about everything that's been going on in the gaming universe. And of course, this show is going to be heavily Xbox-focused, so if you are an Xbox fan, get ready. If you're not an Xbox fan, well, get ready, because we have a lot to say, potentially even some conspiracy theories going on as to what happened early Friday morning, which we touched on Breakfast with Boom towards the end of the show, but we're going to be breaking down what happened, why it happened, what happened 12 hours later, and what does it mean for the paywall to be coming down, as well as potentially some impressions to Hitman 3, which I picked up thanks to Insipid Ghost and many people in this community that kept putting up pictures. And quite frankly, I'm glad I didn't wait because it is incredible looking. It's incredible playing. And I'm currently on the hunt for a sheik who deals drugs. So guess what? He is in my sights. But let's get into the introductions. And we're going to start with first a very special panel member that we ha- that has exploded on the scene. And I'm talking about the podcast scene. Not only has he been in the chat, not only is he a force for good on social media with the community, he is someone that I think that either A needs to be signed ASAP, because if I don't sign this rookie, someone else will. Please
1: welcome Pong So. Wow. Am I dreaming? <laughs> am, am i dreaming somebody absolutely kick me please right here i am i just got introduced by boom on primetime gaming right <laughs> this this is absolutely incredible 2021 has just started off i i i can't even explain it because i never thought i'd be here but the minute i threw my hat in the ring one of my bucket lists Items was to actually be on one of your shows boom and now i can cross that off thank you so much for this generous invitation to be here tonight and to talk with all these great people uh clowns obviously i've I've, I've done some stuff with clowns awesome guy of the community tempest son man i've been chatting with you forever it is fantastic finally be on a show with you and I love all your Gundam toys, by the way. Uh, obviously. And uh, the Everborn, I'm on the Everborn with the Everborn. I was in the chat when he first came on your show, Boom. And this wow. is incredible. Now he's here as a panel member. And then, of course, we've got Mag. I have been watching and enjoying Mag's work since I decided to jump into this community. Um, And it's unbelievable to be here with all of you. I appreciate you all so much. And we've got a great show. So let's get into it.
0: Well, you know what? I got to be honest with you, dude. Everything, how you're presenting yourself, first of all, top notch. But your story sounds very much uh, like mine. Uh, And again, I'm not ashamed to say it. I know that uh, sometimes people don't agree with Mooch. Um, but I am always going to be indebted to him. Uh, we're friends outside of podcasting. Um, and uh, if, if you guys and gals remember, my, my first foray into podcasting it, it, more than three years ago was exactly this. My bucket list was to um, get on someone's show. I used to listen to Crossfire all the time. I used to listen to MNC Mornings with Mooch and Crap. And granted, I don't agree with their opinions more times than not. Doesn't make them not, uh, at least Mooch. For instance, like we're very good friends outside of podcasting. So I did exactly what you did. I reached out to Mooch. I said my bucket list is this. I I expected to be on one show, and here we are, all these years later. I have a network with four shows per week. I'm doing (laughs) videos. It's so it's great to have you. I'm glad that we could uh, cross off that bucket list for you. But you know, even been hey real real
2: real quick. I don't mean to interject. I just fun fact. Uh, I've, I've heard that story from you. So one day at work, I decided to go down the rabbit hole. I searched and searched and searched. I actually found the first two episodes you were on Crossfire.
0: You're kidding me. Holy yep, God. I found
2: him and I listened to him. It's was like that's Boom, same you know, same guy. He <laughs> got more podcasting skills now, but it was the same good old Boom. So it was. Really I appreciate that. That's pre- yeah. that's pretty
0: cool, dude. I haven't heard. I listen. I haven't seen. The only thing I do re- re- remotely recall with those shows is that Crossfire is is very chaotic. So unless you have a powerful voice. You kind of get, you get, you get curbed, Tom. That real, that's the reality. You have to be very forceful, to kind of jockey way into it, which is why I do my shows the way I do it. Because obviously, I want everyone to have a, a voice. But you know, let, let's continue. First of all, next up is someone that has just joined this show and he is someone who is not a stranger to the community he is an entrepreneur he's an artist he's a dad and more importantly he's a very opinionated podcaster and i'm proud to announce that he is now a part of primetime gaming each and every week everborn welcome to the program
3: hello 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 i just want to again say this offline i said it online saying it again Big big shout out to you, Boom! Big big shout out to the community. Thank you for having me here. Uh, similar story. I, I I reached out to you. I'd been podcasting for for a while, but I took a break. But we we did shows around like politics and movies. Um, and you know, I during the lead up to the uh, the next gen launch, I started listening to some podcasts. I, I found you, I found the Iron Lords, I found RDX, I found, uh, Xbox two and all of those guys. And, and I've interacted with almost everybody like personally, and you, you know, I reached out to you and you had me on your show. And, uh, I just want to say thank you for having me here, but not only that, thank you for getting me back into gaming. Cause I was out of the game <laughs> for a few years. It's all these podcasts that had me get back into it now to be here talking to you guys and a regular panel member. Uh, I just want to say thanks.
0: Well, listen, dude, you know, one of the reasons why we want to join the panel a is because you have a very strong opinion. Uh, you're very smart. I think you're extremely talented. Um, and of course the goal uh, of this show is to help produce, uh, you know, uh, a, a great conversation each and every week. I think you do bring that, but more importantly, is to also help you push your your content that you're doing with the Everborn Saga. And we're going to get into that at the end of the show. You tell people about what you're going on with that because obviously, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think what you're doing is awesome. And of course, being someone who has a small podcast and and, and a small voice, I I think that it 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 behooves anyone in a position that I, I'm very, very lucky to be in to help others. And, and my goal is to lift up as many people as my arms will carry. And again, hopefully um, someone will do that for others and they'll, they'll see me do it. And I'm like, you know what? I like what he's doing. I'm going to do that too. So again, it, it's just one hand washes the other, both hands wash the face, right, folks? So let's continue. And now we're going to move on to someone who took a bit of a hiatus due to the terror known as COVID-19. He is my brother from another mother, all the way from Florida, still floating on that calzone. I don't know how the sharks haven't eaten it yet. Please welcome Clowns, the Italian. What's up, brother?
4: Hey, what's going on, man? Pleasure being back. Glad I'm feeling a little bit better. It must have been all that pizza sauce I was (laughs) down in. Maybe that uh, imported New York water helped with it. You know, still no perfect calzone here, but... uh, some alligators here and there so what's up man it's glad well, to be back and you know what boom a new panel member we have a new panel member
0: yes we do we do brother and it's great it's great that you're back obviously the, the most important thing is that your health has t- taken a, a turn for the best and of course that is the most important thing because you know obviously covid is no joke it's real uh and it's killing and obviously we're glad to have you back that you are uh you know making the rounds uh not only on this show but of course producing your incredible four guys with quarters which you've been very busy and of course we'll talk about that at the end of the show next up from his closet please welcome mr gundam himself Damn, son. what's up brother <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah i am hiding in the closet but not for uh nefarious reasons here you know not snooping on anybody, but uh, yeah, no, uh, it's it's good to be here, man. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, Florida boy, I, I'm one of them as well, and I just got to actually meet clowns in the flesh. We had nice, some pizza dude. together with uh, awesome. Dreadpool, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool guy, and uh, no, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. New panel member, Pong Soul. good to see you, buddy. And uh, just ready to get into the topics.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to have a good show. Uh, We're going to be talking all Xbox. And, you know, obviously, that's a lot of people on the planet was our favorite place to play. And we have a lot to say about that. And last, in no way least, all the way from the south side of Canada, the loudest man on the planet. I think he even trumps good old Mooch. Please welcome mag what's going on brother
5: welcome to the show well good evening everyone good evening boom chat and of course to this panel uh Everborn. welcome to the club brother and uh and of course pong soul it's nice to see you here buddy and talking to you so uh and you know i just wanted to echo something real quick about um you know that bucket list kind of deal about trying to get on the podcast scene and, you know i've been listening to podcasts for years and years and years and i always listen to boom i listen to every single one of his shows i listen to him on, F- on crossfire and everything else but i gotta give a shout out to the one man who did give me that first chance, and I got to say to Noof Nukem, I know you're in the chat, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Newcomb, he was that man that gave me that shot and got me on the air. And uh, imagine my surprise after that show with Noof that not even a day later, I get I'm getting uh, ringed up by Mister Boomstick himself, and I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I ran to my wife like a child on Christmas. I'm like, honey, Boom called me. And uh, I was freaking out. So uh, and and here I am on both shows. So you know I'm on Noof Show and now I'm on Boom Show. And uh, this is it, man. This is what I've uh, wanted to do. And I got my voice out there. And I can't thank everybody enough for all the support. But, anyways, enough about all that nonsense. Let's get into these topics. We got a great show tonight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, as you can see, uh, one of the newest features, the most asked for features on my live shows, has been. Live gameplay, as you can see right now, this is uh, this is over two hours worth of, of course, uh, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, my game of the year 2020. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you can see, this game is gorgeous. And this is, I think it's only running at 720 on this screen because obviously um, I don't know how to do, um, you know, 4K yet. I'm learning, folks. I'm learning. I mean, I just put out my first video today that I the produced. Look, look, here's the thing. I look up to people like Colt. I look up to people like Dealer, which by the way, I was in a party with today. I was hung out I hung out with Dealer. I hung out with the sheriff who carries a very, very big stick, very silently, Lethal Papa, Luca, and of course, K.Y. Bob. We got a chance to talk. Do you know that today was the first time I've ever spoken to Lethal Papa? Isn't that freaking crazy? (laughs) Like, Because you know what it is? Like I was explaining to them, folks, um, I don't play games with the community as much as I would like to because in the evening, it's Mrs. Boom's time. And that's why, if you notice, all my shows are usually in the morning or during the day because she works. I'm home, and at night it's very difficult to pull away. She likes watching movies. She likes hanging out, and it would be kind of selfish if I took time to hang out with the community, which is something I'm doing on a, on a daily basis. But listen, I definitely appreciate all the support. And for, speaking of support, let's get into the first topic. But I got to thank two super chats. One of which, which is a megaton, we have. Um, Slip SP, or I, th- I think it's supposed to be slip space. Drops an outstanding v- and very generous uh, twenty dollars super chat. Says nobody. I play MCC with uh, uh, MCC with regularly. Is confident in in uh, in infinite's multiplayer. What are the chances it's successful long term when the, when all of the classic fans reject it for not feeling like Halo? Here's the thing, dude. Um, I think your answer that you're looking for is uh, called Big Team Battle 2.0. I think one for me personally, uh, my favorite Halo still is three. My brother Neo Mental and I and, a, and a, gr- a group of friends played that like lunatics, and I think that we are going to get back to that Halo goodness. I think we're going to get we're going to get something very special, and that, and and I'm saying just keep on you keep your eyes. Open for more information on Big Team Battle 2.0. I don't have the the exact specifics, but I did hear some things behind the scene. And when they say Big Team, we're we're talking potentially 50 on 50, 100 on versus 100 on a map. That's going to be potentially be a Halo ring. And it's going to be, like, big, big pieces of armor dropping. It's it's going to be incredible. Uh, I think we're going to get back to old-school Halo. Like, Warzone is still fantastic, but I would love to get back to old-school big team battle. And a very generous friend of the show, Dan the Man Cunningham, drops an outstanding... $5 Super Chat, and it's because of Dan, the man Cunningham, OPS, by the way, who suggested Pong Soul be a guest. And thank you for that suggestion, because obviously I'm very happy with that. Uh, he says, congrats, Pong. You've earned your place at the table. All the best, bro. Now don't embarrass us. <laughs> Thanks a lot, gonna, Dan. And I'm not going to repeat what he said <laughs> all live on the air. But listen, <laughs> let, let, let's get into the nitty gritty folks. And we're going to be talking about... Um, one of the biggest turnarounds in gaming history. Uh, and we're talking about uh, the um, early Friday morning announcement that uh, Xbox Live Gold was was now going to cost $120 for A, new customers, and B, people who let their um, subscription lapse and had to re-up. Uh, of course, the gaming community or the gaming world, as you will, uh, went apeshit, and for good reason. And a mere 12 hours later, folks, we saw one of the biggest gaming reversals, I think, in history. Uh, and I'm I'm happy to say, and I said this in the video I did today that you can go check out. Um, I said this uh, on Twitter. I said this to Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, Larry Herb, and, of course, Matt Booty, that when this was announced, uh, when I woke up Saturday morning, And I got this information. I I I tweeted about it, where I said that I'm even more of an Xbox fan today than I was 12 hours ago, and I and I mean that from my heart of hearts. Obviously, Xbox is the place I enjoy to play the most. I support all three consoles, uh, and I enjoy all of them. But Xbox is where I sleep at night. And I was disappointed. I was crushed. I was embarrassed. Uh, From what took place Friday morning. As a matter of fact, on Breakfast with Boom, and again, folks, I I don't like to curse. It's not that I don't curse; it's just that I don't like cursing on the air because I do have some uh, younger audience that likes to listen to uh, listen to Uncle uh, Uncle Boom, and I dropped four count them four f bombs on that show because of how uh, upset I was at Xbox. Um, and uh, look, I'll say this as a, as a diehard fan who has two now two weekly Xbox shows, the move upset me in a way that I wasn't alone. I, I know that there were some people out there looking. Listen, there there are subsets of this community, most of which are fantastic, uh, filled with lots of incredible gamers. Uh, Male, female, and everybody in between. And they just want to game. They want to talk gaming. They want to have fun. They want to hang out. And we love them for it. But there is that subset that looks to uh, pour salt in every wound they can and pile on the rabbit whenever there's an opportunity. And of course, you know, you have the fake outrage about how, how, how dare Microsoft do this? They're not thinking about the fan when yet Sony made game $70 and no one batted an eye. Again, we're not going to get into the politics of that just yet, but listen. I am. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we will. We'll come <laughs> around to it. But I want to read um, some of the social media quotes. That took the internet by storm um, after the, uh, the uh, announcement and then, of course, the reversal. And here is what Aaron Greenberg said. And it was actually quite simple. He says, no, ch- no changes to Xbox Live Gold pricing, free-to-play games unlocked, and, end quote. But here is what Xbox Wire Posted, uh, and of course, this was updated at, on one twenty two twenty one at eight fifty two p.m. Pacific time, which was means it was almost midnight here on the East Coast. And of course, he said it said this: We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming, and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. We're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver these changes as soon as possible in the coming months. If you are if you are an Xbox Live Gold member already, you stay at your current price renewal. New and existing members uh, can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same price as you pay today. U.S. for the month is ten dollars. For three months, it's twenty five dollars, and for Six months is 39 or of 12 months it's $59.99 retail. Uh, and of course, this is I mean everyone got involved in this. Um, and uh, ec- the Xbox Twitter account, for instance, says today was not great. We always try to do our best for you, and today we missed the mark. We hear you, and we are reversing our Xbox Live Gold pricing updates. And even Jeff Keighley, um, the head producer, of course, of the Game Awards, got into the conversation and said, Xbox has quickly reversed course on the Xbox Live Gold price hike and announced free-to-play games will no longer require gold. Now, look, I'm going to sound like a big old fanboy here, but I, I, I applaud this. It made me uh, proud to be an Xbox first gamer. I know that a lot, there, there are going to be some difference, opinion, difference of opinions on this panel that think that this should not have been made in the first place. And I would wholeheartedly agree. But we also have to understand that sometimes these decisions are even higher, come down even higher from Phil, than, than Phil Spencer. And I believe that is where it came from. I don't believe Phil had anything to do with this, and I'm not you know if he did, then shame on him, but I don't think he did. So let's start with our guest, Pong So. let's get to you. see, this is a very, very hot topic, even a couple of days later. You know the weekend it was you know it was calm waters and now we're just obviously we're stirring it up again. but this is still worthy of a conversation because in in business especially when you have trillion-dollar companies the size of Microsoft, it usually takes a long time to turn a ship. And that long time could be six months, 12 months, 18 months, sometimes even two years to turn around. And we've seen that happen with Phil Spencer on how he responded to the criticism of um, Xbox having no games and them having only six uh, first-party developers. Now they have 23. So it took a long time from 2018 To now, almost three years to get that many developers. But this decision that only took under 12 hours is not only shocking, but is also impressive in the way that Microsoft does care what we think. What are your thoughts on this reversal?
1: Well, first of all, uh, let me give a special shout out to uh, Noof and uh, Mag and Titan, because I I happened to be on a show when this all went down, right? So we had talked about it, and then uh, we had gotten the breaking news right at the end. So we went through that. So I caught their reaction and then their second reaction shows and they're absolutely fantastic. So it was awesome to watch that. Uh, A lot of feelings, a lot of opinions, like you said, boom, I think at the beginning, obviously the majority of the, of the community uh, was angry uh, or upset or frustrated. Um, You know, obviously there's a lot of different things that play into that. Um, But, to watch Microsoft uh, adapt and to, like you said, turn this ship, a big giant ship around so quick, um, does say a couple of things, right? And you kind of hinted at it when you spoke about that sometimes decisions come from a level above the people that were used to making decisions, right? And what this felt like was a a little bit of a standoff I've heard some people talk about it, and I definitely noticed it the day that it all went down. Normally, when one of these announcements comes out from Microsoft, it's it's a unified front. Uh, you you will see Phil, you'll see Aaron, um, sometimes even Matt Booty, um, tweeting, re, retweeting, and tweeting, or or adding their own comments to uh, whatever announcement that was just made. Uh, and with this announcement, there was silence uh, from some very key figures, uh, in, in Xbox. And to me, and again, all of this, we'll never know. Uh, it'd be awesome to be a fly when all these things always happen on the wall. I, I, you know, it'd be great, but we're just speculating here. Um, and a lot of people don't like speculation, but it's fun. I, I like to create these little stories in my head about what happened. So I can definitely see, um, this being one of those decisions where, half of the room was in total disagreement with what was about to go down. This feels like a CFO numbers type move, right? Um, And that happens, especially with big business, like you said, trillion dollar companies, sometimes they don't read the room uh, or they forget about the room and say, nah, you know, bottom line, here's what we're going to do. And obviously we, this has been talked to death already, but, Um, you know, obviously, I think most of us can see the move was to kind of strong arm people towards Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, right? And at least from my point of view, and obviously, there's been other uh theories out there about exactly why this went down. But when that happened, I can see half the room split, and I can see Phil and Aaron and some of those guys on the other side of the room saying, No, don't do this, (laughs) don't do this, guys. Um, this is going to cause waves and it's not the kind of waves you want. And obviously, uh, I was in party chat with a few people and we were discussing this and I I was on Twitter and all of a sudden, you know, the trending popped up and sure enough, there, there it is trending. And I, kind of laughed in the group and I said, boy, Microsoft's got to be really happy. They're trending right now for all the wrong reasons. Right. So, um, the minute that happened, I kind of had a, a thought that there might be some kind of turnaround, but again, not this fast. So, you know, some of my feelings on it. First, number one, proud of the entire community coming together for the most part and, and saying something about it. A lot of people came from different angles about it, but at the at, we all came together at one voice and big people in the community. Uh, spoke out about it small people in the community spoke out about it and we made our our voices heard obviously And, and I'm sure if if my theory on it was you know is correct and the room was divided I'm sure that's exactly what Phil and and whoever else had told whoever finally made this decision was going to happen and it was kind of a I told you so moment And I'm sure the Zoom meetings fired off immediately, right? I'm sure there was Zoom meetings galore going on saying, look, we told you this was going to happen. Here we are now. And we need to fix this. And we need to fix it fast because you do not want to lose control of it, right? They tried to do the Friday bad news dump, the stereotypical dump that everybody knows happens now with all industries. Whenever you got bad news, you dump it on Friday and hope it disappears over the weekend. Uh, The people that know better know that that wasn't going to happen. And so I'm sure that they were demanding that something be done immediately about this. So I'm definitely proud of the community for that. I'm ecstatic that the gamers in the high places won this round, right? So again, when you're talking about these large companies and business decisions are made based upon analytics or numbers or whatever the case may be, and the little people get lost in it. The co- the consumers get lost in the thought process. I am glad if if it did go down where people were standing their ground in that room that we showed them that they were right. And I'm ecstatic that that happened because that's a big win in the grand scheme of things. Right? Obviously, Satya, you know, trusts Phil. I mean, he he invited him to the big boy table uh, within Microsoft. He has. Uh, followed through and and helped Phil see through a lot of his plans when it came and his dreams and you know obviously his roadmap for Xbox and it's paying off big for for them um, but this is another possible one of those wins that Phil goes see I do know what I'm talking about please keep listening to me because I will bring you to the promised land. I know what these guys and gals out here want when it comes to the gaming community. So continue to listen to me. So I'm ecstatic about that. Um, You know, it's not all unicorns and and rainbows. Uh, I am still frustrated that we're even here talking about this uh, today at this point, this is another misstep, a trip uh, that, that seems to happen, um, you know, frequently, I'm not going to say always, but Microsoft I don't know where it comes from, but they always find a way, you know, they get this ball rolling and they got a bunch of goodwill going and they've been making all these incredible good decisions and they always find a way just to, just to trip up and stumble. Um, And so I am frustrated that we're here even having to talk about this all over again um, from a negative standpoint, because they could have done this a totally different way. Uh, they could have, uh, they could have had a release on Friday with some exciting goodwill news, uh, you know, about the free-to-play side of things, and that's all we would be talking about, and, and it would be just like, look, what is, look what Microsoft's doing for us. Look, again, another decision that that shows that they're listening, right? But instead, we still have to talk about the trip up, and so it's it, it's frustrating from that standpoint. Um, and obviously, we got stuff like the medium launching. Uh, They just released a bunch of gorgeous screenshots. I'd rather be talking about that uh, and how excited and and the anticipation for the first real next gen game. And obviously, you know, things things on that side, I would I would rather have my focus on. But here we are. So um, I am frustrated still that this happened um, because it should not have at the end of the day.
0: Boom. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I'm sorry about that. I was muted. Oh, I <laughs> muted myself on my own thing. Uh, Everborn, I, I want to bring you into the conversation. But first, I want to read uh, from uh, quotes, Twitter quotes from both Jez Corden of Windows Central, and Mike Yabara, head of Blizzard Entertainment, uh, president, my, mind you. Uh, and this is what Jez uh, tweeted uh, when this was announced. Uh, Twelve months of Xbox Live Gold. $120. 12 months of PlayStation Plus, $60. Not sure what Xbox Live Gold does so much better than PlayStation Network to justify that price gap. So Mike Ybarra. Now, I, listen, I've I've podcasted with Mike. Mike is a firecracker. Mike is a dude that if you don't know who he is, he will let you know about yourself. Uh, he is the president of blizzard entertainment and he still gets out on social media and will put put people in their place. I got, I was fortunate enough to have him on uh, a stream that we did uh, early last year as a benefit for, um, Someone, uh, a good friend of the show that was, that's still fighting cancer. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we we did real, we did real well in getting him and his family some money. But more importantly, uh, Mike got on there and told a very personal story. Like, I think we all did that day. Um, And uh, I like Mike a lot. But this is what Mike, Mike Ybarra had to say. He says, yikes. Get rid of gold. Stop charging for multiplayer, especially in free-to-play games. And put energy behind ensuring Game Pass is the best deal around. Must be a plan to make gold-only people go to Xbox Game Pass to show growth there. Poor communication on this, sadly. Now listen, uh, I know Ever, uh, Everborn. We, you had a different theory that if you might want to discuss. You and again, I want to. I want to. I'm not sure if you want to talk about this particularly, but there are some people in the community that actually suggested that this was a stunt done by Microsoft to a test the waters if they can get away with it, and b get some. I, I I guess press. I I don't know if I, I agree with that. So, but everborn, what are your thoughts I, on this? Let, let me let me clarify.
3: I hope that that is the case. Not that I necessarily believe it. And and the reason why is how like with with everything that um, they've been doing over at the Xbox division in Microsoft. All the community interactions, all the the position that they know they're in, the the double standards that they know they have to deal with because of the position they are in. They know they are the last thing from the media darling. They know how everything they do, even when it's good gets turned around bad. For them to do something like this tells me that they're still fractions within the the company that are this out of touch and that's scary because a lot if if anybody's like me you 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 know you you hang your hat at the Xbox you support everybody but you know you 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 believe in the promises that were made right and you think that they are going to deliver on those promises because they are in touch with what we as gamers want. Yes. Right? And this says that there are at least some people high up that are so far out of touch. Like this is this is a move that like uh, a company that's at the top would make. This is like a boss move, like a, a king move, right? Where I'm just going to raise the price because there's nothing you can do about it. You can't do that when you're in third place right? And if you do, that means you are not reading the room. And, and, and what, 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 I, what I fear with Microsoft, and this is not just at the Xbox division, but with their phone division and the, the Surface division, and a lot of, they are sometimes too data-driven and they don't sort of understand people, right? And it was the Xbox division that was the sort of the part of the company that was so, uh, sort of immune to that, except for during the Don Matrick days. Oh, but but, girl, but that's, what this, <laughs> that's what this felt like, right? And and because they're looking, they're so focused on numbers on a spreadsheet, instead of picking their head up and looking at what what, how this will affect people, they looked at it and said, hey, we're only raising the price a dollar, right? And Xbox Live was always $10 a month, but you could get it on sale always for $60 a year. Then they took away the yearly um, the yearly uh, subscription, and now they're, they're saying this is the regular price. And so in a spreadsheet, maybe that makes sense if you're not a human being. If you're a calculator, it makes sense. It's just a dollar. But anyone else would see that this is the most ridiculous thing you could do. Why? Because Xbox Live Gold is a service that literally no one wants. It was a grift from the beginning. And I say that to say you're playing it you're you're on Xbox Live Gold because you have to be. When you get Game Pass it's because you want it. And those are two very different kinds of services, right? And the idea that they could uh, double the price is just kind of like, we're we're doubling the price, fuck you. That's what it said, right? And that got past the front door. That got out of Zoom calls or probably Teams calls because it's Microsoft, (laughs) right? It, it, It got out of Teams calls. It got an article written. It got signed off on. And it happened. And I'm, I'm sorry, Phil, whether he warned him or not, Phil, there's no way that that happened without Phil knowing about it or signing off on it. Right. Like he is the man at the top. And even if it's not his fault, it's his fault because he's the guy at the top. Right. That's just, that comes with the territory of being a leader. So, Unfortunately, I gotta blame Phil and I I, 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 I hope that that what pong Sol was saying was is the case where he tried to warn somebody but at the end of the day he's the face of it so it comes back to him and that scares me because there's so much trust and goodwill and I I, I tweeted about it I said this is one step back, three steps forward, right because free to play games are now you know actually free that you can play. And that, that, that increases the value prop of the series S especially. I just wonder, just imagine the conversations like, like Pong, you said, imagine the conversations we would be having if the only news that day was like, Hey, we are getting rid of, uh, the paywall on free to play games. What they, what they need to do. What, and even, even if they, if the news was, guess what? If you have Xbox Live Gold, you now have Game Pass, not Game Pass Ultimate, but Game Pass, right? The ten dollars one. They could have just said that, and people would have been angry, but it would be it would be less outrageous than what happened.
0: I, I first of all, not only do I agree with you, I, I think that if you want to pull a move like this, and they want to get rid of uh Gold in, in, in its in its current format, simply take the L up front and just move everyone into Game Pass Ultimate and basically say listen moving forward, if you want to play on Xbox you need to you you need to get game Pass Ultimate because gold is going away on its own like I, I think they're afraid to say that and this was a this was uh, let, me, let me tell you something uh, what I don't like and what it seemed like to me is what I like to call terror tactics. You know, forcing people to do something that they don't want to do in a big scheme of a corporate uh, situation like this is is terror tactics are used more times than not. And scaring people to Xbox GameCast because it's a great deal. And it is. It's the greatest deal in gaming. Nothing comes close. This is why Sony's not doing it, and this is why you'll never see Nintendo do it. Microsoft is on to something in a way that I think goes beyond even a spreadsheet it's uh, everyone is catching on the game pass i i think it is sustainable and i think that what they tried to do again whether phil was involved or not hopefully he was not this was a bad move i mean i I don't know you you want no 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 no, no.
3: yeah no no it it, it's a it, it it sucks because we're having this conversation instead of what could have been adding to the momentum that they were having right and, and now we have to do this and for what they didn't make an extra dollar for this they just got raked through the coals and now there are people that don't trust them and because it's a reminder that like every court and 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 listen a company is supposed to make money but there' sh- they should do it by offering something that people want yes. and what they did what they did was a con edison move they did a verizon <laughs> indeed. move
0: indeed
3: this was not a uh, 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 and you see Netflix doing this right? Netflix just I got it, I posted an email that I got from them. Hey, your Netflix subscription's going up to 17.99. And they can do that, but Microsoft can't do that right now. Xbox can't do that right now because they have not delivered on the main promise yet. They've got all those 23 studios and maybe you can do things like do terror Tactics when When um, when Avowed is out, or Fable is out, or Halo Infinite is a hit, but today you can't do that. Today you have the medium, right? That that's not something you're you're not in a position to make these kind of egregious moves, and you're in much less of a position to make these kind of mistakes. And I, I I'm 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 not happy about it. So. It is wishful thinking that this was all planned and for these chests.
0: You know, I, look, here's the thing. Um, again, yes. And I want to say something about the $70 games. Yeah, well, we, we it, actually it, it have Louis take- L- Augustus uh, in the chat. First of all, uh, L- uh, thank you so much for being here, bro. I think it's Lucius. I, uh, yeah, it's Lucius. I actually said Louis. Sorry about that, brother. Lucius Augustus drops an outstanding. Very generous five dollars super chat I wish people had the same energy when it came to the seventy dollars Sony games, and or the lack of proper online support with Nintendo. I want consistency. You know what, dude? I hundred percent agree. Um, I think the seventy dollars price. <clears throat> for... look, here's the thing. Um, Housemark uh, indie developer has a game coming out, um, uh, believe next month called Returnal. Um, Returnal is a game that I, I buy day one uh, now. I don't know. Uh, and the reason why that is is because it's $70. And I'm like, wow. Okay. I mean, Reso Gun was dope, but Reso Gun was a launch game that was like $20. Oh, uh, I don't know uh, very much about Returnal. I mean, it looks dope, I'm not going to front, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if it's worth $70. Now, granted, I buy all my games physically. I have $25 in points and I get uh you know first responder discount uh for uh GameStop which is 10%. Um and so I so it's it won't cost me $70 so I I'm leaning towards getting it. But damn, $70 is a problem and of course Nintendo's online system is well <laughs> it is what it is but I do want to go, let me go to Tempest next on this. Tempest, before I get to you, let me catch up on the second Super Chat that came in from a very good friend of the show. Reggie Mobile 9 drops a very generous $5 Super Chat says, great show and content boom and panel. This move by Xbox was just silly. Like Everborn said, you're in you're in third. You have to limit mistakes, Xbox. And that's a great point. Yes, they, they cannot. Look, here's the thing. Um, the $70 price thing with Sony is egregious. I'm gonna be the first one to say it. Um, I've the only game I paid 70 bucks for, and I know I shouldn't have done it because I'm a boob, is Demon's Souls. I'm awful at it. I I just wanted something new to play. Um, and right. I bought it. Can um, I say
3: one thing really quick, Boom?
0: Yeah. $70 games are coming to Xbox,
3: right? And 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 this move that they tried to pull with with uh, gold tells me that there are people within Microsoft that are looking at those spreadsheets and saying, Sony's getting away with it. We, we need should to too. Right. And it's yeah. going to happen. So before we get too much energy for it, and I do have a lot of energy against it, just know, don't think Microsoft is above it. And this is why I think we should stand together against it because yeah, no, Microsoft I- is going to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I I, and I don't doubt it. I don't know if it's going to be in 2021. I'd like to think not. I hope that they hold off on it. But, again, we, we shall see. Tempest, I want to get to you. But before I do, um, um I want to read an exchange uh, between Paris Lilly, good friend of this program. Uh, I, I've i I've actually talked with him and Danny from Gamer Tag Radio on a personal level. Uh, we're going to get those two gentlemen on an upcoming show. We're just trying to figure things out. Uh, and uh, obviously, Paris has recently joined the X cast on kind of funny games. Great addition for Paris. He says this um, this was 100% the right thing to do by admitting a mistake and quickly correcting it, plus removing Xbox Live Gold required to play for free to play games. Good on the leadership at Xbox for listening to the community. Phil, Spon- Phil Spencer, who obviously I talk very highly about because I mm-hmm. like Phil a lot. Uh, And uh, people can call me a kiss ass. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. I I can say I kiss Phil Spencer's ass, whatever. Uh, I like him because he admits good PR, but more importantly, he admits bad PR. This is what Phil had to say. Apologies for all the the angst um, and emotion this caused today for our customers. As always, we appreciate the feedback. This is a good learning opportunity for us, and we will Learn from it. Of course, some people say, "Well, boom, that's just corporate speak. What are you doing?" But listen, he's the leader. He had to answer. He did. They uh, and they made the move within twelve under twelve hours. And we're going to move on to the next big thing, a uh, uh, next company that f's up. Uh, but Tempest what are what's your take on the immediate reversal? And do you think that the um, removal? of Xbox Live go-to-play free-to-play games was an Olive Branch move.
2: Um. Well, first of all, I, I was actually listening to Breakfast with Boom, and that's how I got the news. I didn't see any prior tweets or anything, or I didn't see the actual announcement. And so uh, I was finding out about it as you guys were speaking upon it, you know, or about it, and um, it just, uh, I felt as somebody who, you know, I'm quote-unquote an Xbox guy. You know, I really am. I only have one Series X, but the goal is to have three of them for everywhere I would play an Xbox. My nice. kids use Game Pass all the flipping time it's just like it's just what the family does we're xbox family in fact i messaged phil one time i'm like i'm an xbox family of five i'm like and now we're even bigger now but i like we're all going to use xbox eventually it's just what we do you know just like some people have their playstations or their nintendo xbox is my thing right and um you know i was like in denial when i was listening to it i was like they can't possibly do something this stupid like really, this stupid. As a matter of fact, the, the biggest way that I feel is I saw this hilarious meme. It was a meme of Scooby Doo in the gang, and <laughs> their heads were replaced with Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, and Matt Booty, right? And um, all they unmasked the villain, and here it's uh, Donnie D. And he's like, I would have gotten away for it, too, if it wasn't for you pesky gamers. (laughs) You know, I'm like, that was such a Donnie D move. It's like he crawled back in momentarily to make the decisions there. That's what it felt like. And um, I honestly couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. And you know what? I couldn't believe it. And the way I felt was it doesn't affect me at all. I, you know, I've i had my my live membership now Ultimate, Game Pass Ultimate. I've had it going for like 11 or 12 years or something like that. It would have been longer, but I had to like renew my gamertag at some point for some stupid reason. So it would have been longer. I've been subscribed since 2001. I've never stopped, ever. ever me, me either. That.
0: Me either. I'm, yeah. I'm there as long as you are. Yep.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't have affected me literally at all, but it was just like... Just from a PR um, uh, perspective, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like, I I, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this just because it's Xbox we're talking about. But I feel they've started to win. Maybe not in Dude, hardware I sales. Or in, yeah. Yeah. They started to win in so many ways. And the trajectory is only going up. Now, all of a sudden, like I I have one of like a new favorite shows. Like it's like in my top five. It's um Explaining the Duke, I think it's called. It's with ACG and Mr. Matty Plays. I love those two guys before. I've been patrons of them forever. I love them before they made an Xbox podcast. But now all of a sudden they see where it's going. They have an Xbox podcast. Kind of funny has always been, quote unquote, like a PlayStation outlet. You know, it is what it is. And they have the X
0: cast. Well, you're going to see more Snow, of this. Snowbike Mike is fantastic. I I, yeah. I I I love the cast that they have over there. And you're you're onto something because it's funny in the video that I actually put out there. Hopefully everyone will go and check that out because it's it's. I put it to this way. I'm going to say something. It's dealer level quality in its production. I dare say it. It's dealer level. That's how much it took me almost eight hours a video production, but it's mm-hmm. dope. Uh, please, please check it out. But I will say this. Yeah. You're I said it in the video and you're starting to slowly see people mm-hmm. are coming around to the Xbox because it's the place where people want to talk about you're onto something there, Tempest.
2: Yeah, and it's it's not even just the the other outstanding uh personalities, it's our homegrown community here. Ah, uh, dealer and his subscribers, you know, Cold Eastwoods, I like got one hundred and forty something thousand, I think. and it's every single subscriber there is completely earned. and it's growing. there's there is interest here. There's even interest here in other places of the world where there never has been before. I follow a few people in Japan and in South Korea that like Xbox, and I have to translate their tweets. so it's definitely a bit of English going on. like I, I mean, can't I, mean, I can't t- understand t- half of it, but,
3: uh-huh. tempest no no yeah. i was saying like uh, even all the playstation podcasts all they do is talk about xbox it's crazy <laughs> well yeah everybody
2: they, they can't get it out of their mouth nobody can really at this point and it's for good reason it's for good reason i think 35 or 36 teams i can never remember which one it is teams 23 studios and every bit of evidence points to more more and more and more so that's just why this was such a stupid move for me. And I don't know Phil's involvement in it. I actually kind of feel like he wasn't very involved, to be honest with you. Um, Phil isn't going to be aware of absolutely everything going on in the company. Massive company. As a matter of fact, Phil, I saw, and I believe it was completely genuine, they had an issue, internal issue with Mixer, uh, with bad behavior going on. And Phil reached out to the person who was complaining about it publicly and said, "We're going to look into this." The next day, Mixer was gone. Now, I think they planned on getting rid of it permanently, but I I think it was genuine in his concern. But he had no idea. That's the way I took it. I could be, you know, naive here, but I really don't know if he had much to do with it. Regardless. It was dumb. I think the responses after the fact with uh, Phil responding to Paris Lilly, I think that was genuine. Uh, and just even P- the official PR that came out, not from Phil or anybody, but I think Aaron Greenberg broke it. But that's an official response. It said, we messed up. You know, there was no, yeah, you know, we messed up. But, hey, we got good data from this other place. They told us, you know, this would be okay. It was, there were, they didn't shift any blame. They were just like, hey, this was bad on us. The biggest takeaway from it is it's a net positive. You know, you could sit there and be mad at them all you want to that they were intending on doing this. Bottom line is they didn't do it. They didn't get a chance to. And I don't think Sony or especially Nintendo, I, I think they're the greatest crooks in the gaming business, to be honest with you. I don't think any of them would have changed their mind on anything like this. Microsoft did. And as a matter of fact, the one complaint, the one outstanding complaint that has... Constantly been levied against them is you have to pay to play free-to-play games on Xbox Live. Now that's not going to be a thing. You know, heard it from the big boss's mouth itself. It's it's going. It's done. You're not going to have to deal with that anymore. So Xbox Live got better. You know, after this whole debacle, do I think it was worth the bad PR? In the end, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, 2013. After they made the change and said, okay, guess what, guys? No more D, uh, DRM. Uh, we're not doing that anymore. The hate didn't stop. It never stopped. It kept going. That's all you heard about, even though they canceled their plans. It was hate, 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 hate for years after that. Twenty, Not even 24 hours after they announced this change, and then they reversed it every good video was now thank you Xbox thank you for listening you did the right thing oh you know we're not paying for free-to-play games thank you thank you thank you so in the end I kind of feel like it was worth it to be honest with you I see more people speaking highly about what they did as opposed to being hateful towards them just because they were going to do you know the wrong thing so I don't know that's how I feel on it it was very odd you know as an Xbox fan that I know they can do wrong, every company can do wrong, and at the end of the day, every company is out to do one thing and one thing only, and that's make money. It's just up to them how they decide to do it. Microsoft, for the last like three or so years, has been the company that wants to earn your business through through uh value, just pure value, yeah and that's what they've been so this was this was just like the total opposite direction, so it was silly, it absolutely was silly. But now, you know, at the end of the day, we can still say they are, without a shadow of a doubt, the best value there is. and oh,
0: hands down. Hands yeah, down. and they're
2: still that. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, you know, all I'll say is, you know, if they want to, they can, you know, just purchase like, you know, Capcom and maybe a Sega or something yeah. like that. And, sure, yeah, it's, it's just an extra ecology, right? Or, yeah. or Konami, yeah, maybe their IPs. Uh, by the way, is I that think still their IP grew? is
0: going to be bought up. I, I think they're going to be selling. I mean, we know clo- the, the 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 announcement came today that they're closing the um, gaming division, so those IPs are going to be up for sale. I don't know. Uh, I know Sony's probably going to try and grab Metal Gear, potentially even Silent Hill, but I think Microsoft needs to get involved and get. Uh, but but that's that's a that's a horse of another color. But yeah, I, I mean, I listen. I, I like what you're putting down, and I agree with you. I I, I think that it was a dumb move. Um, I'm glad that they fixed it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that we're still talking about it, but it is, I mean, with nearly 300 people here, still worthy of a conversation. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about the, the outcome. Uh, on the second half of the sh- uh, of the topic. But I want to get to middle age gamer guy, also known as the MAG. But, MAG, before I get to you, brother, let me catch up on some of these outstanding Super Chats. We have CYV Studio drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, let's not forget that there's uh, a, a rumor that gold was going away. Yeah, we did actually hear that, uh, and Microsoft knew it. Now, after what happened Friday, we know that gold is not going away. And that's true. I I think what they should do is is just bake it into um, the actual uh, Game Pass. I I think that they just need to rip off the Band-Aid, make it uh, mandatory that gold just doesn't exist on its own anymore. I I think that's what has to happen. Uh, Lazy Couch Gamer drops an outstanding and very generous $5 super chat and says about the Ubisoft Star Wars game. If I had to climb on a sci-fi tower <laughs> on a sci-fi tower to unlock the map i will lose my shit um uh, not a ubisoft fan sorry uh samey mcsamey same. you know what dude i hear you that um uh, philosophy of, of of you know unlocking the map and and their way of doing things is very Ubisoft esque. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love it. I I really do. I don't know why I love it. Maybe because I have some undiagnosed ADD issues, but I do like collecting things. Um, and that's why I. I really enjoy their games. Uh, CYV Studio drops an additional and very generous five dollars super chat. Thank you, my brother. He says, "I see see it as marketing strategy. Uh, Why uh, exiting members wouldn't be effective? You never abuse new new clients. You get them on board for free if it's possible. That's indeed very smart. And we have Dead Planet." Drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "If Xbox the brand was the big was as big as PlayStation is now, they wouldn't have turned this decision around so fast. We're uh, we're we're a small group, but they need us. Oh, indeed. Listen, here's the thing, dude. Um, I don't necessarily think the Xbox fan base is small. I I just don't. I mean, you got to remember." When you compare apples to apples and you say, you know, here's Microsoft in my left hand, here is Sony in the right hand. The reason why Sony had 115 to 120 million units worldwide sold is because they appealed as the cool system to the casual market. Microsoft can do that with the Series S. They just can't make bonehead moves like this. Uh, Mag, let's get you in on the conversation. Mag, look. You have a lot of opinion about this. Uh, you were raging in the DM on Friday. You kind of you know, came to your senses, so to speak. The Hulk, the, the Beast finally relaxed on Saturday. Um, but you still have some hefty opinions on this. Why did Microsoft
5: make this bad move? And really, who is to blame? You know, I can't answer why. I mean, I can have an idea as to why. I mean, and I'm looking at this from a corporate structure is that, somebody thought it would be a good idea to strong arm the customer into game pass. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, when you look at it, when I first saw it announced first of all, at first I wasn't even mad. I just saw it. And then I thought to myself, wait a second, what are they doing here? And then I looked and then I realized what they're up to. And then I'm like, wait a minute. They're just trying to like, basically put your arm behind your back. Like the bully at school, take your lunch money and be like, you're getting this. So they're basically saying, okay, well, it's the same as Game Pass. Why the hell would I pay for Xbox Live Gold when I could pay basically the same amount of money and get all those games? Yeah, I understand the concept. I understand the concept of what they were trying to do. However, like Everborn said, clearly someone is out of touch with how to deal with human beings. That's not how you deal with human beings. And that's that's not how you operate as, as a company that's trying to stay in touch with the customer. Because I got to say, no matter what anybody says or how big that corporation is, you've got to say that at least, in the very least, the Xbox division, okay, of executives are very in touch with the community. They reach out to you. They actually answer your questions. They play games with People. Phil jumps into uh, to people's party chats and plays games with them. He plays destiny with people and all this kind of stuff. Okay. So these are people that are in touch. They, w- they're basically like one of us at the same time, they're working for a giant machine, you know, like if the giant machine is Microsoft. So maybe those decisions, and I'm saying maybe because I don't have the answer and I'm not going to keep just repeating what everybody else just said. However, I will say the one thing that, you know, when you're working for a corporation, let's say you have an ideal or you have a thought and saying, I think this is the way to move forward or whatever else you could say whatever you want. But the problem is when the machine has so many moving parts, I mean, it's like trying to wrangle an octopus with your bare hands. You could grab one tentacle. The other seven are going to be flailing around. So you're not going to grab a full control of what's going on. So let's say for argument's sake, Let's say Phil was against it, or let's say Matt Booty was against it, or someone was against it. The problem is that there's somebody else that's always bigger, right? There's always a bigger fish. So, but, but, I'm going to reel that back, no pun intended. However, I will say this. When you're in charge, and that goes for Phil, okay, you have to take the flack, okay? You're going to have to take the hits. That's the way it goes. You want the job. You want the big job. You want the big money. You want the title, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And on top of that, you're going to have to take the hits. You know, Mooch said it yesterday. Or, uh, sorry. Two, yeah, it was yesterday. He was talking about it yesterday morning. And what did he say? He goes, when a kicker misses a field goal in the Super Bowl, or the team ends up in last place, do they fire the team or do they reprimand the team? No, it's always the coach. Right? So Phil has to take the heat for that. And, and whether he was involved in that or not, I don't know. So that's my opinion on that. Now, You know, Everborn did say something that really struck a chord with me. And I believe he tweeted it out Saturday. Again, okay, imagine if the only announcement that they made was that the free-to-play was the only announcement that they made. That would have changed everything. That would have been the opening. That would have opened the door to so many people. Now, we talked about this last week, too, about Microsoft getting their foot in the door. All they have to do is kick it down. But with a move like this, you just slam the door on your bloody foot. You know what I'm saying? And now you're going to have to prepare the situation. So what? my question, and this is my frustration. This is my frustration. This has been going on for many years now with Xbox, even though I absolutely adore them and this and that. Okay, but my, my problem with them is that why is it when the answer is so goddamn obvious, why do they do something completely the opposite way? And then they have to keep backpedaling and backpedaling and backpedaling in order to try and say, oh, I guess this wasn't right. Oh, I guess this wasn't right. Oh, they're not happy now. Isn't there one person there, like one of us on this panel? There's got to be somebody who works there, who has the same thoughts, ideals, whatever, and goes "Uh," and raises a hand at the table and goes, "Um, guys, this sounds like a monumentally bad idea. Indeed. Yeah. You know Where is that guy? I put a
3: tweet out about that, too, is like I just, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge all of the people at Redmond that knew exactly how this was going to go and tried to warn whoever made this decision. And it was just like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Try it. Let's see how this works
5: out for you. You See, like I don't I don't understand that. I mean, there has to be multiple people with multiple voices. And I understand there's a hierarchy. There's a system. They're not always going to listen to Johnson, the guy who brings in the coffees. (laughs) <laughs> okay because maybe johnson brings in the coffees he overhears what they're talking about and he's just like um hey guys i just think that maybe this is a really stupid idea because people are gonna get really pissed off and they'll be like johnson just shut up and get the coffee like there's no way there's not to be somebody who knows what the hell's going on like you know what i mean that someone who's even more in touch how and like i said i understand from a corporate point of view why they did what they did i just don't understand The reasoning, the the way that they did it. Now, by by reversing this situation, okay, let's look, look at the positive. They reversed the situation, right? Now you've done something right. Unfortunately, you had that big, fat elephant in the room of what had happened on Friday. But a lot of casuals don't know that, right? A lot of them don't know what the hell's going on. They don't know what's going on. And you know what the other thing is, too? The Xboxes are not sitting on the shelves right now. Okay, there's not thousands and millions, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of consoles sitting on shelves right now for the casuals to grab. The hardcore can't even get uh, consoles still, right? So the point is, is that when those consoles are on the shelves, now you've opened that door for the Xbox Series S, okay, the cheaper one, okay? You uh, And now you could say, oh, well, my son plays, uh, you know, uh, 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 Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, he plays Fortnite, he plays Apex Legends, he plays... uh, Uh, what's a rocket league whatever which are which are you know what honest to god besides rocket league those other three games are probably the three most popular three most popular games in the world yeah no doubt about it right so you think about that and then they're like well here you go you got this one you know that's whatever at 399 and it could do all that stuff you get to play for free you don't have to worry about you know you can get game pass if you want you can get xbox live gold if you want but you don't need it for these games so you've opened that door to those casuals to children let's face it you know, kids play all this stuff. My son's got, uh, got Game Pass. He doesn't play any. He plays one game on it, that stupid delivery game with the floppy people, whatever the hell that one's called. <laughs> you know that one? You know, know that? that stupid? Yeah, I yeah. That Anyways, I, it's only because I suck at it. But anyways, the point is you've opened the door to the casuals. Now, last thing before I'm done screaming about this whole situation is that you know, when it comes to Microsoft, and we all know this, and it's been echoed by other people here in the panel, okay, and, of course, the community. Microsoft is not in the position, even though they're one of the richest companies and the biggest companies in the world, in the gaming space, they are not the dominant force. Therefore, they. it's so unfair to say it, but it's absolutely true, is that it almost feels like the media and the gaming community will not cut them any slack whatsoever it's almost like they got to walk that tightrope perfectly without even slipping a toe out of line it's true that happens it's pile on the rabbit okay and then it's game over now and that made me think of something else by the way made me think about it earlier today and i just sighed and i'm like am i gonna have to stay off social media for two three days because honest to god god help the medium if it's not scored well oh boy you see what I'm getting at here. You see the absolute chaos and hellstorm that's going to come if the medium does not score well. Because the problem is, and this is somebody, and, I, and I've heard this before, is that when Microsoft releases things, at least now, not I'm not talking about next year or later this year, and the years going on, is that they release so few content, uh, so few amount of content or IPs of this and that. Is that there's so much extra focus on it. You know, to the point where the scrutiny is completely unwarranted and over the top. It's completely over-exaggerated. And that's why I'm looking now. This whole slip up, I'll call it a slip-up on Friday, and the reversal on Friday is now going to affect the medium because now all eyes are turning to the medium now to see how you know, even though they reverse the decision, they're gonna see how it quote unquote redeems Microsoft, you know, because it's like, it's like they burned down everybody's village. You know what I mean? (laughs) to Their mud huts and everybody went running, screaming like a bunch of orcs in uh, Lord of the Rings. It's like, but that's how people act sometimes, you know, it's totally over the top. It's totally, like I said, over-exaggerated. But the thing is now we got to keep an eye on the medium and that's, you're going to see, you're going to see what's going to happen. If it scores well, it'll, you know, it'll get a little bit of fanfare here and there, but not much you watch not much that's my call and if it doesn't score well well i mean again that listen I, I said this in a tweet and i got i got
0: some slack and i got a lot of support for it uh, I, i'll say this and you can disagree with me if you want and that's fine listen as 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 a podcaster who prides himself of not chasing trends who talks about important topics and gives factual opinions behind the topics that i write Right? There's always a method to the madness. If you disagree, you're entitled to it. My opinion of the gaming media, until I am proven wrong, is that Microsoft's games are judged differently than Nintendo and PlayStation. Now, You can agree. You can disagree. The proof is in the review. And all you have to do is see the way Sony's games are reviewed see the way Nintendo's games are reviewed and you look at the way Nintendo uh, and Microsoft's games are reviewed they are they are different they are judged differently and i some people can some people can equate that to it being well they've you know Sony has earned the right for those extra 5 points or 5.5 0.5 points because their first party games are great and their first party games are great i love them but if you judge the medium for the game that you're playing. I think it's going to be an incredible experience. I love horror, so I'm looking forward to it. I think that uh, people are already downplaying it because it's blooper team and you know, they're a small developer I think we got something special here. It's in Game Pass. It's coming out. I ble- is it this? Yeah, it's this week. As a matter of fact. Oh, he- hello. By the way, I cannot wait personally to play it. I know some people who have that are quite enjoying it. They can't really talk about it because they're under embargo. But they're but they are enjoying it. Um, but clowns. Hey, let- boom! Just one thing, I, yes. and and this is
3: for this is for you and Mac. Um, prepare yourself because I. Like the medium is gonna be is my kind of game. I know that I am going to love it, and that is the thing that I'm going to stop playing Cyberpunk for, is that. But it's gonna get somewhere between 60s and low 70s max. I'm calling it now. maybe. Doesn't matter how good. Doesn't matter how good it is. That's just what's gonna happen. And people are gonna use that the way they they use it. But we all know that's not what we're we, we don't we don't care about those scores. We care about the experience that we have individually, so no, I, I, it, it's going to happen. And and the other thing, last thing, because I know you want to close out this topic, is what is scarier: if Phil knew about this and was powerless to stop that change until he had the ba- the 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 backup of you of know all of us reacting, yeah. or whether he knew about it and and thought it was a cool thing to do, because both of those terrified me.
0: Both of them are bad scenarios. Um, uh, the, the first one being not as bad as the other as the second one, simply because if he had he, he didn't, he was powerless to stop it. And now he's like, well, see, I told you so. I told you this was going to ruin all the w- good work that I did. So uh, apparently there are still people there are still Do, uh, Donny D's within Microsoft and Satya. If you're listening to the small show and you're probably not, uh, you, you, you got to get rid of these people. You, you, anyone that shows traits of Don Matrix, you just take his stuff, his or her stuff, put it in a box, and have security escort them off of Redmond's property and let them go work somewhere else because you can't – listen, I understand in business there are peaks and valleys, right? You're going to have great days, and you're going to have some pretty pretty down days. Microsoft is not in a position where they can afford – more down days than good. They, they were on a very, very strong high. They had some, you know, some, some, some questionable moves throughout 2020. But for the most part, for the 2020 campaign, as miserable of a year as it was, they were the better company when talking about Nintendo, PlayStation, and Microsoft. You can argue all day. The reality is, is Microsoft was the better company last year. Now I'm not saying that they had the best games. I'm saying that they were the best company of the three in 2020. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. This 2021 started with a black eye, folks. And I'm hoping that we don't get more of them. I'm hoping the medium comes out, cools the jets of everyone, everyone who has the Xbox Game Pass is going to enjoy the game, and we'll see what happens. Clowns, uh, before I get to you, we have Jagaya in the chat drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, I want a Mandalorian game made by the Coalition. What do you think? I say, please. Yes, sir. I'll take that tomorrow. I'd love to see them tackle a Star Wars game, specifically the Mandalorian, simply because, well, they do great cover shooters. The Mandal- Mandalorian could, in fact, be a cover shooter, and they know how to do... um." you know, like incredible third person open, uh, semi open world games. I'd love to see them tackle that. That would be kind of dope. But clowns, you have a, maybe a different opinion on this. You know, as someone who knows people with an Xbox, uh, you've had conversations in the past with them. You are a trusted source in this community for information for guys with quarters is a staple in the podcasting realm for you Were you upset by this move? Were you embarrassed? Are you happy that it turned out the way it did? And should it actually have happened?
4: Well, I got to say this, man. So I saw the news like almost immediately. Suzanne Greenberg posted it like within seven seconds. I was the first response. And I got to say this. A pit dropped in my stomach. And I was thinking all that goodwill that Microsoft has worked towards just went by yeah. like the worst time impossible. We are in a COVID environment. People are losing their jobs. People get less hours at work. People are struggling to make ends meet. And that's $60 a year card for gold or cheaper on CD keys made a big difference, not only for hardcore gamers, but for people who couldn't afford uh to pay monthly you know because monthly overall ends up being more expensive now with that said i do think that this was just bad timing and bad luck for xbox i don't think that it was intentional to drop during a covid uh situation i think that months ago when they got rid of the 60 dollar codes from their websites they had all this planned, but i don't think it came from xbox i honestly believe it came somewhere else in the microsoft organization maybe somebody that oversees numbers and services somewhere like that i don't know what they might be called but i think maybe from one of those divisions and they were probably trying to say at a boardroom meeting to investors hey look we have all these subscribers in game pass and game pass is a very beneficial program not only to the consumer but it provides value to them and then to our bottom line. So why not move people over from gold to game pass subscriptions or game pass ultimate or game pass on PC, whatever you want to do. And they were probably like, Oh, this is a great idea though. It it looks right. The numbers look good. We're getting more subscriptions. The series X seems to be, you know, looking pretty hot. Uh, Yeah, this, this might work. And I think it was just all bad timing. I honestly believe in my heart that Phil had nothing directly to do with this. And if you notice when this news dropped, uh, if you checked Phil Spencer's Twitter feed the, that day and the day before, he was very silent. I think he was probably just as upset as the fans were when this was going to happen, but he just couldn't say anything because I believe, and I truly believe this, I think it was out of his hands because he probably was like one of the guys that said, hey, this is a terrible idea if you do this it's the worst time possible and it's going to backlash now microsoft being a business and a corporation in these times everything started like server usage has increased dramatically with everything from home and now remember xbox is on you know obviously servers and Microsoft has many, many servers. And their servers are probably being used more and more. Utilized, utilized more and more. So I think the burden and, and the cost of services is going up. The cost of keeping the network secure is going up. You know, all this stuff. And at the end of the day, Microsoft does want to make money on their bottom line. Right? While they provide a value to us, of course. And I think... That what they were really trying to say here is, hey, we're getting rid of gold. Let's move everybody over to Game Pass because it makes more money for us. And gold is kind of old now. And the service isn't as valuable as it once was. Now, that's what the corporation's thinking. But consumers are looking at this. They're looking at PS Plus and being like, PS Plus is 60 bucks. Why are you doing this now to us, Microsoft? However, at the end of the day and I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth, what I truly believe, all services will increase and go up. I don't think Game Pass Ultimate is going to go up in price, but I do believe PS Plus, PS Now, all those things are eventually going to go up. Even Nintendo Online is probably eventually going to go up. This was just very bad marketing, very bad timing, and somebody in accounting and finance resources that just made terrible decisions on top of terrible decisions and the way they worded it. If they would have came out and said, hey, everybody, we're going to sunset Xbox Live Gold because it is kind of old, and we do know that the games and the service aren't as good as they used to be, so we're just going to sunset that completely, move your remaining time over to a Game Pass subscription where you can re-up it and enjoy better services for what you would normally pay monthly for xbox live gold now the monthly keep that in mind the monthly the 11 bucks a month or whatever and compare the value there we think that you'll feel better about game pass ultimate i think that is true i think that if they would have done it that way we would have had a whole different response but we do have press and journalists out there that will spin anything Microsoft does in the worst way possible. I truly believe that if Sony would have raised the price of PS Plus, it wouldn't have had this bad of a reaction. People would have been upset, sure, but it wouldn't have gotten to this point where it became this anger news all day long. People saying, I'm taking back my PS5. I want a refund. Give <laughs> me my money back. This thing sucks. You know, because that's that's what see people doing about the xbox series x all of a sudden when they saw gold in their minds double because they're thinking the 60 a month card and not the 11 dollars a month that most casuals pay they're thinking oh my god i just bought a series x i'm coming from playstation and i can't play free to play games unless i have xbox live gold oh my god what am i gonna do because i want a halo infinite for my friends or forza with my friends and i'm a playstation guy Those guys, yes, I can see them being very angry. But everything else was like an echo chamber on top of an echo chamber. And, again, just bad timing. Now, thank God we had Phil Spencer at the helm of Xbox, and I'll tell you this. Because I'm sure Phil, when he starts seeing all this bad press, he's probably getting on the phone, all all those Zoom calls with his – with his guys at Xbox, he's like, I told you so, this was a terrible idea, I don't know why you wanted to do it right now, let's reverse this, because we can't take this bad press with all the good stuff that we've done with Xbox right now, you're ruining the image, you're ruining, you're going to ruin the sales of the consoles in the future, people are going to go into GameStop, and the first thing people, are, the employees, are going to say, oh, why would you want that, because it's $120 for Xbox and I have gold, they won't even think of Xbox, you know, game pass ultimate or anything to sell them. You're just going to complain about the price of Xbox live gold. So I believe that Phil got this reverse as fast as possible and kudos to them because most corporations don't reverse a decision. Once they make a bad decision, they just stick with it, roll with it, pretend they don't hear any complaints. And if they do, they just ignore them. However, Microsoft has been very consumer friendly lately. They heard the complaints. They acknowledged them. The execs apologized. And they did a complete 360 reversal, plus giving you free to play for free to play without needing Xbox Live Gold. So yeah. in the end, Summers won. But I'll tell you this: if this was if if this was a <laughs> Matrix, or if this was somebody at PlayStation, Lion Ryan, this would have not been reversed. They would have just said. Oh, well, you know, this is the best benefit to you. Uh, Yeah, we screwed up. We should have just sunset the program. But you know what? We'd just rather have you pay double yearly instead of moving to Game Pass Ultimate. Like, that's what they would have said. But Phil is a gamer like us people and this is why it got reversed because phil cares about the platform phil cares about his legacy he doesn't want his legacy at xbox people to think oh he's the guy that xbox live gold doubled under no he doesn't want you to think that he wants you to think of him as the guy that got x cloud out there that got game pass out there game pass ultimate pc game pass all these services this is what he wants you to remember of him—that he is a gamer just like you, and he wants value in what he gets. Yeah, that's you know? the truth. Hey, yeah.
3: Hey, clowns, can I just add one point? Just one one critique to 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 that rant, which was amazing. Uh, I don't think the games the GameStop employees would talk people out of it because then then a microsoft rep would come and snatch the surface tablet out of their hands
0: yeah no it's
4: true they Um, do work
0: for them now so that's true yeah
4: i mean they might but at the end of the day there are still many (laughs) employees at gamestop that are not up to par on everything um at my local gamestop we have i think more playstation or nintendo centric uh players than than our xbox players so they probably would have just still spun it differently, especially and think about the guys at Walmart, right? That barely know anything in the electronics section. They'd be like, Oh, yeah, I heard uh, you know, on, on online Jeff Grubb, he's like, Oh, it's doubled, don't buy it, it's expensive. Go to go to PS Plus. You know, that's what these parents would have walked out thinking, oh well, you know, Nintendo is so much cheaper than $120 a year, according to the guy at Walmart, honey. So let's let's get uh let's get the switch no no you know the P- ps plus yeah that's like 60 bucks oh yeah let's get that you know this is the kind of mindset that that employees would have had to tell parents coming in and and thank god man that we do have guys like phil spencer out there and aaron greenberg who can reverse something on a friday night and think about that too man like everybody listening right now think about this they reversed it on a friday night after working hours how many companies would have done that how many companies would have spent that time on zoom calls after working hours when these execs could have been you know in hunting cabins or skiing or you know just somewhere on a private airplane sipping uh, pina coladas no they were there for us to listen to our complaints and be like guys we really did screw up tell those uh, guys above us at microsoft and services What a horrible decision this was. And let's get it reversed. So at the end of the day, we all won, and we all should remember that this really did happen and got reversed because of guys like Phil Spencer that are still at Xbox today. One one,
3: one other thing we should remember. Remember back when Nintendo released that uh, Mario 3D World with those old games Mm -hmm. that limited a time for... Full price, and everybody complained, and Nintendo did nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's that, <laughs> that, a great example. I mean, sixty dollars. I mean, I bought it because I'm a fan of the <laughs> game, but they didn't that's do how to get them it. So yeah, so you know what? Listen, one one yeah, more we,
4: thing that I got to yeah. add to my rant. One more thing. Yeah. So I know that we see game prices going up, right? But we see first party games increasing in price on PlayStation. First party games yeah. going to seventy dollars, right? Now, first-party games at Microsoft and Xbox? No, they're not increasing to 70 Maybe the third-party titles are, which are out of their control, but their first-party stuff is not right now. It's not going up to $70. And you know where it's still going? Into Game Pass on release day. That's where it's still going. That is where it's still going. So PlayStation right now is increasing their prices to make more revenue, and I promise you in the next year or so, you're going to see PS Plus Go up, but here at Xbox, we're gonna get those so-called seventy-dollar games that PlayStation guys are paying for the first-party titles, except under pass. Microsoft's umbrella in Game Pass.
0: Yeah, no, that's I, I got news for you. If if you if you read Jim Ryan's comments, uh, where he said we have uh, something something exciting coming to PlayStation Plus and PS Now. What they're going to wind up doing is merging those two, uh, and they're going to charge you seventy dollars uh, a a year. They're going to raise it by ten bucks because the bottom line is a uh, PS now. Uh, may, some people like it, but they don't have. They have under two million. Uh, I think I think it might have been closer to three million now. But at the last at the last time I checked, it was like at two point five million uh, subscribers. And when you have 115-plus um, million consoles uh, available in the world, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, but you know what? What I want to do is we have 30 minutes left of the show. I want to catch up on a few of the Super Chats as we have 300 people in here. I want to open up the floor to what happens next. And, of course, I'll start with Pong Soul. But we have Ma- Mandalore the Great with the Outstanding very generous 5 dollar super chances people are still trying to get the new systems worst time for them to talk about price changes unless they are making something cheaper or free indeed that's a great great point dan the man cunningham drops another outstanding 5 dollars of chances game pass subs tie to Satyan dollars pay wouldn't surprise me if he was in the, uh, w- w- if if it wasn't his decision what's phil going to do about it <laughs> but disagree it's his boss that's a that's funny dude but look here's the thing now that we know that the paywall is coming down now it's not down as of yet they're working on it they said in the coming months i would imagine within the next uh 30 to 60 days the paywall is going to come down i believe it was a decision they were holding to maybe one of their future shows and I'm glad that they uh, they they basically um were forced to tip their hand pong Sol, here's the thing. there are a lot of folks in the industry there are a lot of gamers within our community that have suggested that xbox in the past course of anywhere between Uh, two and three years, has lost sales to Sony because of this free-to-play invisible wall. We've all talked about it. Good friend of the show, Jay Fonzarelli. Uh, has been calling for this to come down for years. So Jay, if you don't know who Jay Fonzarelli is, he is a part, of course, of RDX Podcast with Dealer Gaming and that crew. And he's very candid. I, lo- I love Jay Fonzarelli for his candidness, his his openness, and his uh, his willingness to tell it like it is. And he's been calling for this paywall to be taken down for years, like we all have. Um, here's the question, Pang Soul. With a three hundred dollars Series X, uh, Series S, I'm sorry, that could potentially drop fifty dollars by the end of the year. Again, this is just my speculation. It could drop down as low as two hundred and forty nine ninety nine for the Series X to get people in the door with, of course, Xbox Game Pass, but if they didn't want to, and let's say, for instance, you were buying the Series S on sale at Black Friday for your niece or nephew who loves Fortnite, loves Call of Duty Warzone, and just loves all of the free-to-play games, could care less about AAA bangers, and that's all they want to play. Now, you might get new customers. Is this... Mistake slash now we've had to extend the olive branch going to potentially
1: manifest into new
0: Xbox players
1: absolutely uh, of course it is I, I think the the paywalls and and any barrier to entry especially when it comes to trying to grab as big a piece of of the entire gaming industry uh, as they can and as as obviously xbox's goals are uh you have to reduce that barrier to entry and any little any little thing that can prevent somebody or may have somebody second guessing their decision, you want to completely uh, get rid of, dissolve it, uh, and be done with it. And as you know, so many people on the panel and, and everybody has already talked about, um, the Xbox Gold and the free-to-play paywall uh, is archaic at this point. Uh, especially when you look at the grand scheme of things when Microsoft continues to push this narrative that whether you play on PC or p- play on console or play on your mobile phone or your or your laptop or your your tablet you're a part of the same ecosystem and that should all be the same right it, it should it should all have the same kind of first initial step into that ecosystem. And it doesn't right now. Um, and when people are out there looking and yes, some consumers will never know that there's a difference between, you know, whether it be PS5 or PC or, or, or getting a series X or S um, there are plenty of people with the information out there right now that certainly do investigate and find out, Hey, you know what? So by the way, uh, my kid pretty much just bought plays Fortnite or Warzone, Like you said, boom, um, and it's going to cost me extra for them to play uh, on, on the uh, Series X or the Series S. But if I buy a PS5, I don't have that extra cost at all. Um, and they see that. And, and that goes into the decision-making, right? So you want to remove that completely. And it should have been done already. And and obviously, it's great uh, that this kind of for- – if it did – force microsoft's hand uh phil's hand to go ahead and bring down the free to play uh that's a bonus to all of this like uh people have already said and i kind of held back off my initial comments because i knew we were coming up in this topic but absolutely they could have done this on friday and this whole narrative would be a different situation people would be talking about yes there is no more barrier for people first coming into the ecosystem uh to go ahead and buy buy into it and that's all they got to do they just got to buy the console right and and they're playing and so i think it's it it is a huge uh step towards that next up i do believe that gold just has to go away in whatever way they decide to do that whether they decide to you know roll it all in or whatever the case may be i think there's a lot of different options they could go there uh but that has to be done and the moves that you know the what what came out on friday says to me that there eventually uh are the plans are to get rid of it completely um so I think that this is the first step i, I kind of think of phil as the candy man right now right he's got this bag of candy uh for all of us uh and and we are the kids we are the gamers we are the kids and we want to see all of his candy at one time and that's that's game announcements or or, or you know obviously purchases or or you know studio purchases or you uh, changes to the services, additions to the services like this. And he had to give one of those precious candies away mm-hmm. to kind of fix their misstep on Friday, yeah. right? A great point. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think overall, when people are trying to decide between where they're going to put their money and especially in these times and what we are going through, it's become even more important to say, hey, your initial upfront cost, that's it. Unless you, you know, unless you want to go ahead and get into our game pass or a game pass ultimate, that's your only cost right out the gate and to get this aligned with all of the rest of uh, the choices that people have uh, was definitely uh, important to get done. Um, and I also want to point out that this has kind of been a point of contention for even some of their business partners and some of the game developers, um, that actually have games on Xbox, uh, that they don't like that wall, uh, being there because it does reduce the opportunity for customers. Um, you know, you saw on Friday, I don't know if anybody else saw it, but, but when they made that initial announcement, uh, apex legends and, uh, a call of duty, um, connected account on Twitter, official accounts, tweeted out, hey, Microsoft just raised their price of Xbox Gold. Here's what it's going to cost you to play Apex Legends on an Xbox. And they they said PC, $0, PS5, $0, Xbox, $120.
4: Wow.
1: So you know, for a fact behind the scenes that this has been an ongoing, you know, it's been an ongoing battle, not just with the consumers and Microsoft saying, Hey, this is no longer uh, something that should happen, but it's also with their own business partners saying, Hey, this is, this is a backwards way of thinking. If we say our game is free to play, it should be free to play. And you guys are preventing that and you're preventing people from necessarily, you know, if, if for those people out there that don't have the gold or don't have game pass ultimate, you, they download our game and they can't get online with their friends. That's a problem. And it's, it, it, not only from a business standpoint, from an optics standpoint, and that word of mouth still spreads, right? We always think of social media as just, you know, the all-encompassing that everybody's on Twitter, everybody's here. No, we are a very small minority of people. However, the people that get the information from some social media then go out to their friends go out to their families and they talk about it and they and, and somebody brings up yo know, hey i'm thinking about getting little timmy a uh, series s uh, for christmas what do you think i heard it's a pretty good console it's got a nice price you know what what do you what do you think well what does he play well he plays you know fortnite he, he wants to get on with all his buddies from school you know yeah, you you know, you got to get Xbox Live Gold or you got to get Game Pass Ultimate and that's going to be X amount of extra dollars. And they go, really? Well, why? All of his friends play for free? Well, that's probably because they're on PC or PS5, right? Or on PlayStation's si- uh, ecosystem. And that spreads. And that still has to be taken in consideration when you look at this. So finally bringing this first piece down, is a huge step for Microsoft. If it was forced, it does not matter at this point, it needed to be done. And the next step is to figure out how you're going to get rid of gold altogether. Uh, I think that is hugely important to the future of Microsoft because you're going to put yourself in alignment with the rest of, of you know at least with PC, which you consider and mobile, let's be, let's be real here. You don't pay anything extra for mobile. So they'll put you in alignment with what you, Microsoft and Xbox consider as their own you know, family within the ecosystem. And, and that has to be done uh, in order to make this right. So uh, I definitely am happy that this happened.
0: Yeah. I, and I agree. I think all fantastic points and you know, something Again, we—I I can't suggest. I'm not—I'm not a business dude. I'm just a guy with a podcast, right? So I can't—I can't say how lucrative of a deal would it be if Microsoft got rid of gold altogether, like making people uh, char- charging people to play online. Uh, if they did do that, that would be a big, big uh, advantage for them to potentially overtake Sony, because I don't know if Sony could afford to do that. Uh, they certainly could. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I still have to say that you know, again, we go back to Xbox Game Pass as being the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, I know like a guy like Noof Newcomb who's in the chat. He won't get it. He sh- he is a physical dude that doesn't support digital platforming, uh, and 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 I totally get it. Uh, I used to be him many 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 years ago. I mean, I still buy physical, but I buy mostly digital, um, and uh, it's it's obviously it's it's. It's what is going to drive Xbox in the next couple of years when we when consoles are no longer a thing. Consoles are going to be a thing for a while, but I think that their audience is going to be um, the digital audience that plays on their TV, tablets, and phones, and that's part of that three billion gamer that they're looking to uh, bring into the Xbox family. And they're eventually going to get. They just have to have once once the AAA bangers start coming out. Uh, you're going to see a big, a big big increase. Uh, but everyone, uh, closing out tonight's show, and I, I, we'll get the rest of the panel's opinion, what happens next for, for Xbox now that this paywall, this invisible paywall that people have been calling for to come down for some time, it, it, literally the Kremlin's wall has fallen, uh, what does this mean for Xbox? Uh, well, what happens next is people find some other thing to complain about. I mean, well, that's, I mean that you that is, I hate to say this, it is true. But you, I don't know what could people complain about. To be honest,
3: I didn't know what they could complain about before. But as you we've seen, they find a way. But 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 more seriously, I think uh, Xbox Live Gold goes away, or at least the paywall uh, goes away. I think that once they hit whatever the magic number is for them in Game Pass it will become a moot point for Xbox Live Gold for, for them to collect money to for you to play online, meaning they will have a subscription service that is rivaling, if not exceeding, the um, subscriber base that Xbox Live had. I'm not saying that they need to get there for them to get rid of it, but the idea is if they get rid of this, then, Xbox as a console is in line with PC. And they effectively see Xbox as another, because they don't charge you for this on PC. Correct. To play online. right? Right. And online on PC, you still get access to all of the Xbox Live features. You get the friends list, you get the gamer score, you get all of the party chat, all of that for free because they know PC players would never pay for something like that. And when they were sort of the trailblazers in doing this and bringing this to the console world and dragging along Sony and Nintendo, kicking and screaming, right? That was fine. They charged for it, they provided a service and that's fine. But I think now when they have things like Game Pass, a subscription that people want as opposed to are being forced to have, right? I think they get rid of it and that sticks it to Sony because that takes away a revenue stream that Sony will not be able to get rid of right away. And it will be a driver for sales of things like the Series S. Imagine if they had, if they were able to say, you want to talk about values in gaming? You, what if they just said, if you bought a Series S, you, you didn't have to pay for online play just like PC's?
0: Yeah, it, it would let, let me tell you something dude. it would set the world on fire and it, it, would, it, would, it would do more than Sony, that it, it, it would know. be it would be Sony's potentially undoing um <laughs> no seriously all jokes aside I mean I remember remember for many many years after uh the PlayStation 3 era uh during that whole time you didn't have to pay to play they 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 was it was free and then Sony wised up and was like hey we'll leave money on the table here I think that if Microsoft did something that extreme where they said, okay, look, here's the thing. Gold gone. You want to play with your friends online. You play with your friends online, but we do have a service in game pass that you can get all of these triple a bangers, double a bangers, just single a games and indies for $15 a month. Maybe, maybe it'll go up a little more, you know, a little more to, you know, recover from not charging for gold anymore. But if they, if they made a power move, as massive as dropping the 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 price point for um, uh, the ability to play online, they would paint Sony into a corner in a way that there would never be a, a Microsoft box left on a shelf because they have the the opening box. You know, the, again, three hundred dollars now, maybe two fifty by the end of the year. They they would win on every front. They really would. I, I don't. I it's an extreme move, but if there's someone it, rich enough to do it, it's Microsoft.
3: I don't even think it's a matter of rich enough. I think it is a matter of the subscriber count of Game Pass. Ultimate. Well, I know for if, a
0: fact, and clowns can back me up on this. You know, clowns and I we do have we do run in the same circles. I have heard from a source, of which, which which of course will remain nameless, that has it on good authority, and I trust them. They've never done wrong by me yet. Uh, that they are well past 20 million subscribers. Though you know, know the 15, the the Microsoft earnings report is tomorrow, I believe. Ooh. just their quarterly earnings
3: report. Interesting. And I suspect I, they're going to tell us all that they've hit that number tomorrow. That wouldn't surprise me. They're certainly so, going to get so people. Everybody, look out for that. You 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 just you'll hear Brad Sam's and all these guys talking about the earnings report because he always does a good job there. But keep your eye out tomorrow because we're gonna hear uh, what their their um, latest quarter financial results are yeah and and, and, and and I also think that that was tied to why they tried to make this move right because um, it's something that they wanted to report in their earnings call but that you know we'll see um, but that being said, let's say the number is 40 million right? Or whatever it is, I think that is an absolute possibility because they know it is something that they can get behind to to have their box be the box, the de facto casual box. Yes, right? indeed. And, yes. and if you can get rid of that paywall, you will you'll make more because another person with an Xbox is another potential Game Pass subscriber.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And,
3: and, you know, it, you, you, it, it'll look like they're losing money, but I, the the way that these guys uh, plan things and play things out, I you know, I, I think it, it will be beneficial for them. It is only a matter of time. They don't want that service there. They know people don't like it. They know it's a black eye. They know Sony has to have it, right? at least right now. And so I say, look for that to go away in the next X number of years. You know, yeah, maybe it, you, 2022. We know it,
0: it, it could be an opening salvo for 2022. We we, we don't know. But let me uh, let me bring a middle age gamer guy, Mag, into the conversation. But, Mag, before I get your final yes. thoughts on what happens now, Nightwolf3186 drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, guess we can all guess we all. All we can do is move on and focus on the new KOTOR game. Uh, LOL, just kidding, or actually, really, let's do it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, The uh, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic, which is in in active development, we're going to be talking about that on Thursday's um, Xbox Factor podcast because I have a running theory that even though it's not the most obvious in Obsidian, I have a funny feeling... Uh, it's either going to be Ninja Theory or in Exile that's making the new Knights of the Republic, and I'm gonna tell you why. I had a, had a gentleman reach out to me on a DM. I'm gonna give him massive props and credit for it because he brought up a good. Uh, when Disney, um, when Disney had the toy line, you know, with the with the you know a Games for Life uh, toy line, a lot of people didn't know this. I didn't know this until this gentleman that DM'd me told me about it. Ninja Theory actually worked on. The Star Wars aspect of that game, which was kind of dope. So, uh, they do have uh, some history with Star Wars. Um, they are, again, Jason Schreier said you'll never guess who it is. You'll be very surprised. I still think it is an Xbox team. I don't know which team it is, I don't have confirmation of that, but I still think it is an Xbox team. That's just my opinion on it. But, Mag, Where does Microsoft go next with the fact that this paywall has been removed? Can they potentially now funnel in new customers that might have gone to the PlayStation in the past because of this paywall?
5: Yeah, I. you know, the the, the thing is they need what I think needs to happen now. First of all, there's one thing that they're already doing. And the one thing that they're already doing is that all their teams are hard at work you know, the machine is running, okay, and it's, they're going to start cranking, that conveyor belt is going to start cranking out those games, right, and that's going to start, preferably, hopefully, later this year, from from what I understand, and then it's going to just keep on coming, and coming, and coming to the point where, you remember how Netflix started, not just started, I mean, as a service, but I mean, when they really started with their own content, with their actually in-house content, it was very sparse, and not all great mind you but i'm not talking we're we're not going to get into the semantics of all that but what we are going to say is that now look at them now they're cranking out titles good ones by the way a lot of great shows there's some great movies in there Uh, a lot of great series they have a ton of series coming up resident evil i'm really looking forward to and all that kind of stuff right so that we're going to see the same thing for microsoft going forward so We'll put that aside. We'll take that out of the equation, put aside, because we know that's coming. What they need to focus on now, the obvious thing, they've gotten this out of the way. You need to get the boxes out. You need to get the boxes into the hands of the gamers. They need to be in the GameStops. They need to be in the Walmarts. They need to be in the Targets. They need to be in EB Games up here. They have to be accessible. Moving forward, they need those Series S's Okay. More than the series X's. I mean, they're going to need the series X's for the hardcore and, you know, anybody wants to pay that, but you know, the people who are going to get those are the people who are in the know the series S's. They need to be cranking these things out. Once they're out there, then you can start. You got to start with a big marketing push about how they've got the free to play games. I know the other companies have it. Okay. And of course, Microsoft didn't do it first, but who cares? If they've done it first or not, you make it sound like you invented the damn thing. You put out advertising out there like they just invented the wheel, okay? Because that's how, that's how advertising works. When Pepsi goes out and makes a commercial, everybody knows that there's Coca-Cola down the street. Yeah, that looks yeah. the same, basically tastes the same, basically. <laughs> but you know what are they always saying? Well, Pepsi's the best. Coke is the best. That's what the commercials do, right? That's what Microsoft needs to do with their product. You need to advertise those free-to play games. Now the big one, and this is a big one that a lot of people missed out on on tonight's show including myself, I didn't even smack me in the back of the head like a sledgehammer. Halo, bloody infinite
0: yeah you know something i have a feeling it's funny you should say that because i have a feeling that that free-to-play was being set up to be announced at a halo event saying that halo is free to play and oh by the way you don't need xbox live gold but i think that this cluster f if you will really forced their
5: hand and yeah and i you know what you literally took the words right out of my mouth because that's exactly what i was about to say i was going to say that halo infinite when when they have the free when they have the free to play multiplayer all set up ready to go or ready to show at least yeah at least ready to show the gaming world and the the media then they were going to announce that but the thing is what they need to stop doing i know you know we're not going to retread all that but my god how did it get to that point where people, you know, people were going to put two and two together here, and then all of a sudden you threw in this monkey wrench in the situation, which has happened earlier this uh, li- uh, on Friday, right? That's not how you go about doing it. So if you have something to announce forward, they need to look at those roadmaps, continue to look at those roadmaps moving forward, and saying, guys, how could we really not screw this up next time? <laughs> and who needs to shut their mouths, or what department does not speak? Until we make this announcement, and this is where I always praise Sony. People might hate it, or you know, they think that Sony's nefarious, which they are, by the way. But I mean, when it comes to their games, they don't say boo, no, nope. not a god damn peep comes out of their mouth until the game is ready to drop no stupid little things no developer uh sitting on the street corner with uh with what's his name there uh, say uh, jason schreier sitting there going they mistreated me like th- there's none of that that happens after the fact but yeah you know, <laughs> never never
0: before the launch
5: right exactly like you look at uncharted 4 it got delayed what three times yeah. Did we see developers crying on Twitter or people talking about it or having a little uh, three minute video saying, guys, we're working really hard on it. No. Sony said, "Guys, don't say a bloody word until the game is ready." So that's what Microsoft needs to move forward. I'm just gonna, you know, wrap that up real quick. But the big one was Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite is the key to all of this, and that is also another thing you got to put the hard marketing push on the free to play. You put in the Halo Infinite there. You got to start doing a little bit more marketing. I know that Sony's got Call of Duty, which is a real damn shame that Microsoft didn't jump, uh, doesn't jump on that because that is still a cash cow. I don't care what anybody says; they need to make moves. I know Epic's got their thing. They need to make some more moves with Fortnite. They need to make some more moves with Apex Legends. Yeah, Speaking indeed. EA and Microsoft is in bed together right now with Game Pass. They need to do those things because the kids, not us. Okay, uh, I mentioned it before, and and I actually never actually finished my thought. I could, I, I kind of like cut my own, uh, cut myself off there. Uh, when my my son, the only game he plays on Game Pass is that stupid wobbly delivery game. But the only game, the other game he plays is Fortnite, and he loves it. Now he's eyeballing, okay, Warzone, which I won't let him play yet because he's only, you know, he's only eight. But the thing is, he's also played every single Halo game, and he loves them. Now, yeah. when you introduce this new Halo, he's not the only eight-year-old who likes Halo, or 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 maybe he's never been even introduced to it. So. By removing this paywall, they've done the right thing, but now they've got to do the marketing, the marketing, the marketing, and the marketing. But everything else, please, I implore them, please, I enjoy the transparency. I think a lot of us do, but please double-check your spelling and double-check your work before you say or release any information yeah no no. i mean that that, those are all
0: fantastic points and i and i think that you're 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 onto something here with the 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 halo aspect i think there are a lot of old dogs like us looking forward to it but that doesn't necessarily mean i mean listen folks let's call spade a spade here there is a reason why master chief is in fortnite Because those kids are going to use the Master Chief thing. Like, who is this guy? And their fathers or their uncles or their friends. Well, that's Master Chief from Halo. And Halo's coming out this year. This new has a free-to-play Halo. Listen, folks, Microsoft's not stupid. Do they do stupid moves? Sure. Was this a stupid move? 100%. But do I think that the is it is there is there a mistake that that master chief is in fortnite make no mistake of it that is a cash count to bring that young audience into halo when it drops this year and that free to play mode with Warzone and Deathmatch and, you know, they're saying they're not going to have a BR and that you can make it in Forge and whatever else. I think there's going to be a Battle Royale mode, but you're going to have the big, uh, uh, big, big team battle 2.0. I think that's going to be a big deal. It's going to be like Fortnite just with Halo. It's just going to be a much wider scope. And it's going to be an incredible experience. Um, real quick, our, our brother, uh, 3Bit from the uh, Xbox Factor podcast, is here in the chat. He drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat, uh, the Video Game HD. What's up, dude? He says, congrats to Pong for being on the show and for Boom for making amazing content each week for the community. Oh, thanks, dude. I super appreciate that. That's very kind of you. And I listen, let's take nothing away from this dude. 3Bit, if you don't know is an award-nominated artist. Uh, He did a short film that was nominated. And um, listen, this guy's got talent, uh, more talent in in this one thing than I probably have in my whole body. The kid is a star, and that's why he's on the Xbox Factor podcast. But um, Tempest Sun, let's get your final opinion on this. Where does Microsoft go now with this paywall down? I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, th- th- this is a big deal. I think they were saving it for Halo. I mean, we, uh, I think uh, Mag and I both agree, but where do they go now with this? Can they turn this into new players for Xbox?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be a, gra- a gradual, uh, I guess, long-term gain for new people. Uh, I mean, it is possible that in the short term, there are some that do mainly play Fortnite. They'll watch a digital foundry, although they haven't done a comparison forever. Somehow they'll find out that it's like 120 hertz, blah, blah, blah. They'll find out it runs fantastic, like on the Series X or something, right? Or, you know, a family member, I'll use my nephew as an an example, didn't really play Fortnite at all. But his girlfriend at the time decided she wanted to try playing video games. So the first thing he thought of was Fortnite, free to play game game you know, so on and so forth. It would be imperfect perfect for him to get like a Series S in that case. You know, um, I see a lot of that happening, but it's a gradual thing. I, I think uh, the one way that it makes the difference with Halo is if Halo simply does something, the rest aren't. Um, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of Battle Royale. I don't like the concept. I don't like the yeah, it's, not responding. To me,
0: it's played out already. That's just me. Yeah.
2: Same here. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. But the one draw is the high player count. If Halo 5, or sorry, Halo Infinite comes out and it's like 50 versus 50, but you know the map is big enough that it justifies that and you're kind of forced to spawn in different locations. But if you have a big, like a monumentally huge player count, that'll be something where it'll be so much fun it'll be so invigorating having big, massive squads. I mean, in that that 50 versus 50, you know, you could have five squads of 10 or something, or, uh, you know, you go on from there, you can mix it up however you want to, but something where you're going to want your, to get your friends involved because it's so fun and you could easily just say, Hey, you don't have to pay anything. Literally don't have to pay anything. Just get the box. If you can somehow get the box, you're done, right? That's all you need at that point you don't won't need a subscription and uh it is free to play so you just you just need the box you know it sounds weird saying that but you know
0: what's more impressive than that though they actually don't need the box because uh they're going to be able to use xcloud on their tablets on their tvs on their phones and i think that you're going to see that actually come into fruition
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, actually just talking about it. I kind of gave myself goosebumps because I actually (laughs) never thought about it before. But like having like 50 versus 50 or something in a Halo vehicles, because I don't know if anybody's played it recently, but I pretty recently I played Halo 5 um, and uh, the vehicles in there are still just the most fun to play. they really are yeah they're, they're yeah. Some
0: of the best vehicles in gaming yeah for sure uh-huh.
2: they're fantastic i mean the graphics involved with them the sound effects i mean nobody gives halo credit but i think they have some of the best sound design I,
3: I, in the business period i'm 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 totally with you tempest like yeah. i just played when i got the series x that was one of the first things I played and I felt like I was playing it again for the first time. Exactly. Really, I implore everybody, go back and play Guardians. It mm-hmm. is a fantastic game. As soon as yeah. you get out of the way that like, you know, whatever the story is, but as mm-hmm. a game itself, so much fun. And a yeah, game that really five okay. years ago, it, it holds up today. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Yeah, I,
2: I, I love I, it, man. Yeah, you forget. And when you think of Halo, you don't think of aiming down sights. You don't think of having to have, like, major gun control and stuff. When you think about that stuff, I think of something like Battlefield. You know, that's what I think of. Um, But when you go back and you play Halo 5, just do it. Just try it. If you haven't played it in a while, you'll be surprised how, one, tight the controls are, and, two, just how good it feels, even if you're not aiming down sights and, changing out your you know your hair hair pin trigger or what kind of grip you have any of that stuff the gunplay still just feels fantastic Mm -hmm. very 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 good um so i just it's better than i think people remember it being and i'm so i know this turned into a halo infinite talk i'm sorry boom but uh, this all goes in line with i think this is the game that could really bring in a lot of business for microsoft if it is that good and um the one thing that wasn't hurting in that gameplay reveal for Halo Infinite I thought the gameplay
5: gameplay was amazing perfect. yeah
0: well I, you saw I, I ran the trailer uh during the yeah. show for some reason I had one of my videos be uh, get some slowdown. down That's not how, that actually the game didn't slow down at all like that yeah i, I
2: think that was yeah. yeah it's not like that Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it's no really no it, it,
0: it, i didn't realize that 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 clip that must have been mm. uh, bugged or something because the game is uh, runs fine but well, yeah. listen, I mean, I think you're onto something. I think there is a, a lot to writing uh, on Halo Infinite for its fans for Xbox as a platform. But I think that, in retrospect of the conversation that we're having, um, this free to play mode is going to potentially bring new players. And there's a reason why there's a three hundred dollar box, which I believe yeah. is going to be two hundred and fifty bucks when it uh, yeah. at the end of the year. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it it all points to that.
2: Yeah, real quick. I just have one more point. It just dawned on me. This game is still sometimes in the top seller for Steam. Uh, it's still doing fantastic. I feel once the sales, the actual sales of Sea of Thieves starts to run its course, I feel like once this change go through goes through, turn that game into just a free to play game because it had microtransactions in it and it still. They could start doing things like that. And uh, once they do that, that game could absolutely explode because there is still a barrier to entry. And it is Game Pass. And the attach rate is becoming incredibly impressive with Game Pass to how many Xboxes and stuff there is out there. But with it being on PC, crossplay, you name it. Uh, now you can play, like you said, on your TV eventually That's just going to have the app up there
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah.
2: Games like that That have kind of ran their course If you just turn it into a free-to-play game There is an entire subset of gamers boom And I mean this because I'm in the MMO genre You know, verse type thing I, That's all I, you know, I really keep up to it There are some gamers that only play free-to-play games Yeah, And they just hop between them It could blow up for them, I think So there's a lot of possibilities here
0: yeah, absolutely. So, clowns, why don't you close out today's incredible two-hour program with your answer to wit? What, what does Microsoft do now? Like, where does this uh, free-to-play wall coming down matter in the grand scheme of of, of their plans for the future?
4: Uh, well, <clears throat> this free-to-play wall coming down, it, I think, is a
0: really big deal because this was the biggest complaint
4: that barred people from allegedly at least getting a Series X, S, 1S, uh, or 1X, right? People always complain, oh, I can't play Fortnite for free on Xbox, but I can play it free on Nintendo Switch or PlayStation or on my PC. Well, guess what? Now you'll be able to play it free on Xbox. So this free-to-play wall coming down is really a big deal. The only thing I hope is that Microsoft really promotes the hell out of this. Because not a lot of people, except the hardcore people and people that listen to podcasts, are going to realize this. When parents go into the store to buy something for little Timmy or little Johnny, you know, for their birthday or Christmas or a holiday, those people don't know that the free-to-play wall is gone. They're not going to know. Yeah. And there's a a good chance the salespeople are not going to really promote that either, right? Because Xbox has taken the longest time to remove the free-to-play wall, which should have been gone a long time ago, if you ask me. But if they start, I mean, maybe market it in, uh, just throw in a free bundle of Fortnite with some of these systems and, and just promote it as Fortnite free on Xbox, you know, something like that, then yeah. parents are going to think, oh, that little Timmy can play this for free, even though they could play free everywhere else. But now they're going to think, They can play this for free without me having to pay for anything for them to play it on the system. And I think they really need to push that marketing out there and they need to find ways to really hit the parents that are going to be buying these systems, you know, for the kids in the future. And that's the thing, man, like guys like us and and people that listen to a lot of podcasts, Microsoft and and game companies are not really marketing to us anymore because we're the older generation. We really know what's going on. We're the hardcore. They're really marketing towards kids now, like eighteen and under. They really want to get these people into video games, and that is where the confusion lies because a lot of these kids are gonna remember, "Hey, when my Xbox, when my, my friend's Xbox Live ran out, right I couldn't play Fortnite, or I couldn't play this game or this game." So that's why I ended up getting a Switch, or you know, a P- gaming PC, or a PlayStation Four they need to really hit these kids and let them know it is
0: free now that it's gone and they just need
4: to do a blitz marketing campaign on it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think they're going to, I I think that again, I I, it's safe to assume that this was going to be one of the drums. They were banging for the free to play halo that, Again, hopefully, will not come out before. The single-player campaign, I remember we had heard about that. Hopefully, they just released Halo when Halo is done all at once. Celebrate it on the 11-15-21. It's the 20th year of Master Chief. Make it a big celebration. A couple of uh, custom consoles, maybe some content, maybe some controllers, and just do it in one shot. But listen, folks, we're over two hours. We had over 300 people here. If you are still here and you did not... Hit the like button. You have broken my heart. Uh, I work real hard on these shows and I truly only ask that you can hit that like button. Now, if you want to go crazy and you want to help promote the channel, you want to help promote the show, get out there on social media, drop this link into your socials and let's get some new viewers. Um, Obviously, the goal is to have a thousand people in the chat. Is that going to happen? Well, I don't know, but I certainly hope it does. But let's get to the outros, and we're going to start with Pong Sol, our special guest. Pong, first of all, you absolutely killed it. Uh, You are you are a podcast professional in the best way possible. Loved the energy you brought. Loved the content of information that you brought with you. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on
1: social media and what else you got going on. Well, boom. Uh, thank you for the kind words. Um, I felt like a rookie uh, that just got to put on the field with a bunch of all pros. Um, and uh, but you guys were all awesome. And it's always great uh, to hear everybody's opinions. Uh, I got a lot of different perspectives tonight, which is fantastic. Uh, I love that part of it. But again, thank you for the invite. Uh, this was Awesome. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better experience. And again, to cross this off my bucket list uh, is something special to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Clowns, Tempest Sun, Everborn, uh, Mag, just awesome to be here with you guys, especially. um, And to be a part of this, Uh, you guys can all find me on uh, pong soul on Twitter. uh, Same name. You can find me on Xbox live, same name. Uh, Feel free to follow me. I will follow you back. And you can also find me every uh, Friday night on the Xbox Ultimate with uh, Fun Speculation and his wife, Caitlin, nice. along with, uh, obviously, your friend and my friend, Boom, 3-Bit. And uh, we also added Assassin Lupa to that show. We, nice. We're, yeah, we're a, we're a small show, but we're really trying to build something special. Uh, of course, I'm biased because I'm there, but uh, it's definitely something very cool on Friday nights. Uh, to just stop by it's 9 PM Eastern, uh, 8 PM central standard time. And you can also find me on the shop podcast on Saturdays, uh, with the amazing PTK blam, uh, fuzzy, uh, Belvedere and great, Centurion. People, great podcast. Yes. Yes. Awesome crew, uh, Centurion and uh stag. And, uh, that is, uh, obviously on Saturday nights at uh, 7 PM. Uh, so you can find me there. Uh, This is my fourth day in a row doing a a show, Uh, so you never know where you're going to see me, (laughs) so things might be popping up here soon again, Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you all again, and chat, awesome chat. I've been reading through. Obviously, I can't be as active as I normally am when I'm just in the chat, but thank you all for coming out uh, and being here tonight. appreciate you guys so much uh, for showing all the love and support, so thank you again.
0: Well, thanks for being here, brother, and definitely uh, we're going to get you back on again. we got to do some talking behind the scenes. I don't know what your schedule looks like, but I'm going to be DMing you uh, shortly regarding an upcoming thing I have, an idea for Everborn Saga. First of all, welcome to the program. You brought the fire. You brought the knowledge. Tell everyone about where they can follow you on social media, what else you got going on, and how they can help the Everborn Saga become something special. Yeah, man, we're doing a lot of big things with the Everborn Saga. We are working on the
3: anime pilot. As we speak, we are launching our uh, first Kickstarter campaign for the new series Ariel's Adventure, which happens to be based on the Mario-inspired 2D platformer game. Uh, You can look at the link in the description of this video to a preview of that campaign, which goes live on February 28th. Please, if you could do me a huge favor, check it out. There's a very cool short um, intro video there. You can see uh, some of the animations we're working on as well as the comic or manga, I should say, that we're getting ready to release. Um, I promise you will not be disappointed. If you wanna get a hold of me on Twitter, you can talk to me personally at Steve A.M. Johnson and on Instagram if you wanna get updates for all the comics we're working on. You can um, follow The Everborn on uh, Facebook or Instagram, and y- you'll get uh, almost daily updates on our on the production of all the series we have going on. We have four series in active production as we speak. We're getting ready to release chapter four of Prince of Arcadia, Ariel's Adventure. We, we, we launched that uh, campaign on February 28th. We've got The Redlands coming, another series called The Remnant. Big things happening. And again, thanks everybody. Uh, Thanks Pong, um, Tempest, Clowns, Mag, you know, I love you. Uh, Boom, thank you for having me here. And again, please check out that link in the description and just hit the notification. We want to get to 100 people watching it before
0: the first day that it launches so nice well, okay. to everybody. yeah well we're gonna have that description in of course these show notes if you want to just click on that and, and get some, uh, a quick look into what they're doing might it might pique your interest you might want to support them uh, on the patreon and be a fan of the everborn saga tempest what,
3: what sorry i'm sorry one other thing i forgot i'm super sorry these posters you see them in the background we all, those are some of the yeah, yeah, I see, it. see those. Those are some of the things that you'll get as perks in, oh, nice. in a Kickstarter. It's very, very, very
0: cool. You will not be disappointed. But
3: that's it. All Sorry. Right.
0: Well, that's okay, dude. Tempest Sun, why don't you tell us about your latest Gundam model? When you're going to win the next one? And where can <laughs> people get shot in the face from you by playing online gaming? How are you doing, brother? Thanks so much for being here. And oh, no where problem. can people reach out to you on social media?
2: Uh, you can find me at the Tempest Sun on Twitter. Uh, and my gamer tag is Tempest Sun. And uh, to everybody out there, I don't know how I sound. I was you sound good. You're good. You're
0: good. Okay. I was hiding
2: in a closet for a reason. It's just become harder and harder to try to do any form of podcast or anything with my children. They're growing, their voices are growing. So I'm going to figure something out to where I can do it with ease and not have to hide in a little cubbyhole. Uh, um, as far as the Gundam, I'm building. It's actually I won it. I won it at a raffle. Thousands of tickets. I don't know how the heck I got picked, but online they're extremely rare. It's a special like Chinese special edition. It's worth like eight hundred something bucks with the LEDs. So it's kind of weird. I'm building something that that's expensive, but that's what I'm working on. So yeah, uh, I'll post some pictures of that. But um, yeah, uh, that's what we're doing. And uh, it was a pleasure being on a podcast with Pong. It was nice to meet you on the air, man. And uh, Everborn, welcome to the crew clowns and uh, mag uh, good to see you guys and we miss cybernox so i hope to see him back next week
0: Well, it's great (laughs) to have you a part of the show, brother. And, of course, we'll get you back here next week. I definitely Mm -hmm. appreciate it. Uh, Certainly, uh, you are a part of this. You have been since its inception, and we love having you a part of the show. Uh, Middle-aged gamer guy. uh, First of all, this is probably the quietest you've ever been. But you've had some, you know, obviously, you, you had big opinions tonight when you were called upon. Tell everyone about not only... Where they can reach out to you on social media, but where can people check you out on other shows that you might be a part of?
5: Yes, well, thank you, Boom. Tonight was a pleasure as always, and uh, Pong Soul, uh, thank you uh, for coming on the show and uh, you know what, being a part of it, and and uh, glad we could help out any way we can to help you help make your dream come true, brother. And uh, Everborn, welcome to the uh, welcome to the club once again. As I said, chat, you guys were wonderful tonight, and uh, I got to tell you, something, Tempest, all the coming out of the closet jokes I had in my head, I'll save them for a new show tomorrow night. Anyhow, looking forward to it. <laughs> Anyhow. Guys, you can reach out to me on Twitter at The Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a GY at the end. And, of course, on the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, you can follow me at IamTheMag. That's with two Gs, all capitals, all one word, because I don't know how to be quiet. Yes, you can find me here every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Mr. Boomstick XL and friends on Primetime Gaming. And every Tuesday night, you can find me on Newf Newcomb's channel with, of course, Newf Nukem himself and Titan Drago, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Gaming After Dark. Make sure those kids are put to bed because, man, could we ever get nuts on that show. So, guys, again, it was a pleasure. It was wonderful. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you guys all next Monday.
0: Well, thanks so much for being here, brother, and definitely appreciate uh, the energy and information that you bring to it. Clowns! Why don't you close out the show with where could people check you out on social media, but more importantly, check out the ever-growing exciting new episodes of four guys with quarters
4: thanks man yeah um so four guys with quarters we went through a revamp and we got a whole new layout now that i've been i've worked on and it looks really cool so i'm really happy with it check us out four guys with quarters on uh, tuesdays at 5 p.m eastern also i'm gonna be doing a comic book show on uh, game beyond the boxes channel with Leo Jokey Pants, and I always forget Jokey Pants' friends, so I'm going to be hosting that and designing the layout for that. So now that I'm over COVID, i got to get that together. And um, you can always find me on Primetime Gaming now that I'm over COVID as well. Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, Game Beyond the Box Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. And I just want to say that I got to hang out with Sun and Dreadpool we did a break of road. Dread at Mad Dog Pizza. It was, or not Mad Dog Mod Pizza, which is really cool. And I scarfed down the pizza before we even started the podcast. It was so damn good. I got I had to shout that out. Pong Soul always amazing to, to podcast with you. In fact, I think I need to sign you for a four guys with quarter show. Mag always a pleasure, man. I hope that your schedule changes so you could come on. And <laughs> Everborn, I just checked out your Kickstarter how come netflix funimation or crunchyroll has not hired you guys yet Uh,
3: i'm I'm hoping they do man
4: (laughs) it looks fantastic and everybody in the chat you should check it out his artwork is fantastically amazing if you're into comic art if you're into video games 2d platformers he's got a 2d platformer coming out with a virtual 3 depth background do you know how cool that is do you know how hard that stuff is it's amazing i can't wait to play your game man i can't wait to play it and boom always a pleasure my friend i love where you came from i love how you come here and how you bring all this energy and bring new people and new faces to the shows and introduce people you are the fantastic dude at doing that
0: there's nobody better than you thanks, at my doing it, my friend. well thanks so much dude and it's great to have you back and i love the energy that you're bringing listen folks this has been a great show i will, i, I want to start off by saying thank you so much for supporting double barrel gaming of course the super chats that came in were incredible today uh, the generosity continues to overflow uh, we we expect nothing here at this channel but we are always humbly surprised and very grateful for the generosity of course we like to turn that into prizes that we give away towards the end of the year and we're going to be doing that in 2021 as as well you know obviously in 2020 we gave away three thousand dollars worth of digital and physical prizes we're going to try and at least match that in 2021 and we do that through Patreon, through channel support by becoming a member, and, of course, through the Super Chats. So Thank you so much for that. Of course, 300-plus people in the chat today. Uh, that's a big deal. This show is still relatively small and is gaining ground every time we do an episode, and that's thanks to you guys and, uh, guys and gals. Uh, please hit the like button on the way out. If you're new to the program, we say please uh, consider subscribing to the channel. Welcome with open arms, and, of course, we will see you back next week on the new episode of Primetime Gaming. But I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my father taught me. And I think this world needs this more now than ever. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Good night. Enjoy gaming on whatever you're playing on. And we'll see you back here next week.